What is up, homies? Welcome back to another episode of the Chexicans podcast here on Heroes Reforged. I almost said welcome to another reaction. Don't we have an applause? We'll be doing that after. Hey, man, we got a sound effect guy. Hey, there you go. What is this? Episode one hundred and eighty-seven. One thousand four hundred. Just kidding. We've been bad on these uploads, but we've been really busy recently. Uh, <laughs> no, we have been. We've been recording a lot of stuff behind the scenes. That's true. That's uh, been keeping us mm-hmm. kind of busy. We're talking uh, about talking time. about the Patreon. Yeah. Uh, we finished season one of the boys. We did. Mm-hmm. That's on there. You recut. Season two of The Mandalorian. Yeah, That's we, we had some there. like technical errors with a couple of the episodes, so mm-hmm. I went back and I I didn't I didn't intentionally put it off. I just ended up putting it off because we were in the middle of doing all the Marvel stuff at the beginning yeah, of the last sure, year, sure. and then I forgot about it. And someone recently asked about it, and I was like, you know, I probably I probably could use this time. It was it was on the weekend, but whatever. I was like, I probably should just finish this and get this done. And it was a yeah. little bit of like uh, stitching things together to kind of fudge, fudge, Make it little, work. fudge the yeah, scenes. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, no one's going to care. Nah, not at this point. And no. it was never during an, a moment that was like a big moment. It was always like there was someone talking or there was like nothing exciting happening. We were just so blankly fun. staring at the yeah, camera. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Cool. I was cool. telling this guy, I was like reversing some clips to make it all fit together. And was, <laughs> but we're literally staring there like this. Yeah. yeah. So you don't title. move. It's just a blink. Yeah, it's just a blink exactly. that we had. Yeah, so, we when, so when people follow along on Disney Plus with The Mandalorian, hit play when we say to hit it'll play. Still it'll all it'll fit. all fit together. Well, with all of our uncut reactions, the way I time the way I started. Yeah, you put a time code. Yeah. yeah, I put a time code, but I also put like because you know how every show starts with like the Netflix logo or the Disney mm-hmm. Plus logo or the Amazon logo. So it starts with a logo, and it's perfectly in sync with the rest of the show. Oh, so that way, people know like okay. This is exactly where I should be. So you let the logo play. Yeah. The actual visual of the yeah. logo and then Yeah. And then you take away the footage so that we don't get in trauma. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then it's all there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You did it. Very <laughs> important stuff. <you laughs> little, little anyway. Well, give us a proper intro. I just I totally bogarted no, that I mean, intro. No, I mean but yeah, I mean it's like you have to learn because we weren't doing that. I wasn't doing that in the beginning. Sure. And people were saying like it's a little hard to sync some stuff up sometimes. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I gotta figure out a way to make this like very yeah. easy for that's, people. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty good for people pretty to easy up. pretty, pretty easy. easy yeah, yeah but let's get yeah. that intro Adam you ready here we go <laughs> what's up homies <laughs> uh, but yeah so we've been doing uh, what else oh we're gonna start X-Men season 2 yeah mm-hmm. by the time people see this we'll probably have started already mm-hmm. um, but yeah and then we're we like got sponsors up the wazoos yeah, yeah for a lot of our really reaction good. stuff we're yeah. finishing Obi-Wan Kenobi we're in the middle of Miss Marvel mm-hmm. Next month's going to be interesting because Andor and She-Hulk are going to like overlap at a certain point mm-hmm, next month, mm-hmm. and we, then that we, will be. We got some uh, some plans for San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's happening. Mm-hmm. That's in the yeah. works. Um, and uh, uh, what else? We also have been talking about. I don't know if we want to say anything, but just like a. Another diversion, another thing that we're like, maybe we can put some creative energy into this or maybe like hire some people to do this thing. I'm just talking uh-huh. about a website. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. I want to have, that's my dream. That's I very to, behind I, the I, scenes uh, of Hector. I wanted to you have can just Hector. tell people what it I is. Mean, yeah, a website is not like yeah. hush, hush. We oh, should have no, had one already. Com, oh, y'all. Man. We're doing oh, a man. dot com. Not a lot of people know about this thing called the dot com. Yeah, right. it's, uh, we're doing the online. Be to careful. Go, to go to it, you have to start with www. W yeah. dot dot and that stands for that's world co- and wide. that's confusing to people. It is. Sometimes. It is. H T 
HTTP? I have no yeah. idea what that stands for. You don't for. even need what that. What does that though? even stand for? You don't for? even need that half the time. That stands for hello to the page. To the page. Hello to the page. Hello to the people. Hello to the people. Colon. Let me in. Backslash. Backslash. That's what colon. Slash. Slash. Let me in. Let me in. Let me in. Uh huh. And then you say web dot yes clown penis dot fart yes and then that's our website. Ratalada. Ratalada. What, what, what are you bad? What are you bad Spanish? Come on. <laughs> what are you showing that to me for? Come on. La, la el rata. You so mean la, Spanish la, la. <laughs> We're Spanish. I avoid. And I'm the penguin. <laughs> Let's just have this podcast uh, go completely off the rails. We got to put that on our sound, dun, on our sound, dun. on our sound oh, cue. Yeah, what, what penguin just saying? Just something. Like, oh, come on, what are you showing that for? Come on. <laughs> Every time we hear someone speaking Spanish, that's the worst Spanish I've ever heard. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good sound clip. Uh, you can tell people about what the website's going to entail. The website is going to entail Hector's brain in website format. <laughs> We're just going to upload yeah. his brain into. It'll be it'll be a continuous work in progress. I mean, I don't want to uh, say something that if we're not kind of all on the same page about it, I don't want to necessarily. <laughs> Bro, we're <laughs> all on the same page. It's going to be based on. Yeah, yeah. we're all, all going to be. We've all been talking about it and stuff, but uh, I, I we would love to put out a website that's like breaks down some of the major franchises yeah. in a viewing slash if it applies chronological order but mostly just kind of like a viewing like the best way to watch stuff yeah because we get that question asked all the time yeah what's the best place to watch the marvel movies or yeah. the star wars movies or yeah. star what's trek? the order or whatever whatever, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. and um i even did one for star trek the other day because somebody asked me and it wasn't well, well hold on let me rewind it a little yeah. bit why did you say that like you're shocked? Because because <laughs> the reason I was shocked was because I wasn't I wasn't even thinking about it or planning on doing that. Yeah. But because Hector. somebody asked me on Twitter, I'm like, well, actually, it would be this, and then this, and then this, and and I had a little Twitter thread, and I'm like, shit, this is the beginnings Hector, of the you, thing. You told me that you yeah. needed to watch every single episode of Star Trek yeah. to figure out which one's the best one is. Yeah. I thought you would already have this in your head. I already ha I think I, I already figured I, it out. I <laughs> <laughs> I knew I it. Figure. I knew but they, it. But they keep making new Star Trek. Okay. You, have to, okay. you know, just like yeah. the, just like Obi Wan, you got to plug it into the existing right. thing. Like, okay, where right. does that fit? Yeah. You know, or the Bad Batch, or now yeah. it's Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, yep. yeah. which is post the first two seasons of Discovery, pre the original series, and then mm -hmm. there's some shorts mm -hmm. and things in there. So anyway, we're planning to put out a website that is basically Heroes Reforged mm -hmm. our stuff plus this. Uh, yeah, because I've thing. also been doing graphics for a lot of that correct, stuff too. Correct, correct. Yeah. For Halloween, Star Wars, I just did one. Mm -hmm. And what else did I do? There might have been another one that I did. But mm -hmm. yeah, we were just talking. We're like, we should just put this somewhere where it can live forever. Mm -hmm. It's easily accessible. Because eventually when you tweet that stuff out, eventually it goes kind of out of style. Oh, and it yeah. Gets also, you had a very viral image that went out, and you had to scream for credit, basically. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Star Wars, Wars one. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars thing, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you have yeah. to tell them to give you credit. Yeah, it, gets you, it, it happened a lot with the Halloween one, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, at least from what I found, the Halloween one more so than the Star Wars one. Mm -hmm. Most likely because Halloween is a franchise that, because it's not as popular as Star Wars, yeah. mm -hmm. less people know the chronological order yeah. of everything. And, yeah. and also, in terms of like giving credit to the artist, yeah. Halloween, I think, doesn't have as much of a, hey, we grew up on the internet right, fan right, right, base right, right. like Star Wars does. Yeah. So when Halloween 
fans stole your image and put yeah. it out, they're like, no one's ever done this. <laughs> Star Wars fans are like, yo, we lived through the 90s, yeah, the 2000s. Yeah, yeah. Like, so that when you're like, hey, can you can you give me credit, please? They're like, yep, totally. We get it. Mm-hmm. Understand. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Because Star Wars fans, I think, are yeah. a little bit more, again, yeah, and, just and live those, on the internet. Those timeline graphics, especially for Star Wars, they happen pretty often. Oh, for sure. Yeah, um, for sure. I guess the, the feedback I got from people is that mine was the most easiest to like understand. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, you're the king of Halloween. Yeah. So. Well, the Star Wars one. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Even I still. You meant yeah. Halloween. I mean, any yeah. any of those. Like, yeah. it's good. You put out good infographics. Yeah, I mm-hmm. try to do it in a way that's like digestible and that's not intimidating for people because mm-hmm. I always assume somebody who's looking at it doesn't know the franchise that's well enough. That's the best way to do it. So mm-hmm. like if you're if you know the franchise well then like why do you care what order yeah. it's in? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Um, you're doing this for people who yeah. need to have it sorted out. Yeah, yeah. Right. Cuz I've had a few people DM me like, "Hey, thanks so much for this. This was really helpful. Mm-hmm. I know I casually know Star Wars. I don't know the in-depths mm-hmm, of like mm-hmm. every single date and time. There's a lot and of people like that. I know. Yeah, a lot more like, people like that than there are. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and like you guys are saying, even if you put something on Twitter, as I was doing that for like the Netflix yeah. Marvel shows, yeah. and then months later, someone's like, hey, what was that thing you tweeted? I remember it and yeah, I can't find exactly. it. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. trying exactly. to watch them and I'm like, oh shit, now I have to look for it. And yeah. like, oh, here it is. But, there really is like no way to search for something like that. Yeah. Right, right. I have people reaching out to me. They're like, what's the best order to watch this stuff and I was like oh let me check with Hector and then I realized we don't have any of this stuff displayed anywhere so no. I'm just like it's, yeah, yeah we need no. to have this somewhere yeah. so remember go to hello to the people <laughs> let me in <laughs> www whatever uh, what'd you call yeah. it clown penis dot clown penis that's, right. Fart. that's yeah. right clown penis that's our mm-hmm. website backslash timelines <laughs> <laughs> Uh. Yeah, so so that's like an ongoing project, and we don't we don't have a launch date for it right now. Uh, right now, our, our URL is actually tied to our YouTube channel. So if you type in heroesreforged.com, it goes to our YouTube channel. Eventually, that will change. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about doing like a soft launch of this thing for Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be just like a one pager. You're not going to find like an entire MCU thing, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm excited. That's nice. gonna, that's a little more plausible right now than doing the yeah. entire MCU. I think, yeah, and I think Thor: The Dark World because again, same thing. People were like, people were like before Doctor Strange. Yeah. Oh, what do I have to watch? Oh yeah, that's what I made it for, Doctor Strange. Right? Yeah, you did one for Doctor Strange, yeah. and so yeah. yeah, we could do one for Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah. yeah. You know, send that out to the cash, the cash audience, the cash, cash and then yeah. and uh, you know, spread it around a little bit, and yeah. then yeah. just build on it for the next yeah. whatever the yeah. next Marvel. What's the next Marvel thing after that? That's not the TV forever. series. Yeah, Oof. cool. That's gonna, That's be, gonna cool. be massive. That's gonna be cool. Yeah, yeah. man, yeah. can't wait. Yeah. Ironheart, so much tr- stuff's tr- gonna happen. Tracking all the because, like, hey, don't forget, Black Panther debuted in Captain America: Civil War. Yeah, true. so it's already there's yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah, there's already ups and downs. So now. much yeah. stuff. Yeah. Hey, how'd you like uh, Lightyear? I liked it a lot. Great, man. That's yeah. great. That's great. <laughs> I, I liked it. I liked That's it a great. lot. The 3D was really cool. Uh, I do really want to go see it in IMAX because I think in IMAX a lot of the sequences because cool. mm-hmm. they take place. You better in go space. soon, bro. Because it's going to get pushed out of those nice, I know. you know, those those I premier know. theaters yeah. just after one week. I know. I know. I'm going 3D tomorrow morning. Oh like really? I, I just nice. set up my ticket do, 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 mm-hmm. so that oh, I can yeah. go. I know. I probably should go this week because what's what's yeah because Thor's going to be coming out next week. Next I don't week. know what this weekend is. I don't think there's anything coming out this weekend, but IMAX put out a tweet that was like hey if you want to see top gun in imax theaters again see it now before Gotta we go now yeah. hit us up with a plane emoji yeah. and i'm like crap that might come out this week and uh, replace light here i see, I see. Yeah. so i better go see it but jurassic yeah. world dominion's also out so i like i don't know how they're like searching through that that's fine i haven't seen it yet either <laughs> who gives a shit uh, <laughs> you loved it you loved no it. <laughs> i did not i was so bummed out by it uh, but yeah. a lot of people really liked it yeah. And uh, our pal Chris Bramante liked it 
the most out of the new Jurassic World yeah. movies. Oh, really? Because Bramante straight up admitted to me, he's like, well, it's because I like Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum right. and Laura oh, Dern. They brought yeah. back the OGs. Yeah. And, yeah. I, yeah. and I think my, my, my main review for that movie, I know we talked to you guys about it a little bit, Yeah, is... Um, that uh, am I too loud? Are you adjusting no, my? No, you're I'm good. not touching you're good. you. Or oh, okay, good, yeah, you're good. good. Is that you brought back the original three characters mm-hmm. and yeah. the actors from the first Jurassic Park? Mm-hmm. Wow, this is this better be. This is it. it. As, as, as good as this, the first one. This yeah. better be. Yeah. I mean, if it's not as good, this better be the second best Jurassic any yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. Because you're not going to touch the first, and that's right. okay. But yeah. like, man, what an opportunity! What a great opportunity to bring those characters back. This story needs to be. And you know what? Mm -hmm. It was far too. The story was worse than Fallen Kingdom. And I like Fallen Kingdom. You guys don't like Fallen Kingdom. I'm fine with Fallen Kingdom. I'm like, it's goofy as hell. But I think it's a well-directed and well-edited movie, and like I get into it. Yeah. And I think that yeah, it's goofy that the dinosaurs end up at a house. Yeah. And that this guy's like, "Where are these dinosaurs yeah. for this like, for this for this <laughs> auction?" It's running out of time, which is yeah. really stupid. But yeah. bro, Jurassic World Dominion like outstupids it. Like they do uh, they do things in that movie that you go, huh? They, they, this is really the this is what happens. You watch it and you go, really? Yeah. That's what they're doing. That's why Sam Neill's here. That's oh, why they no. brought back Alan Grant. Really? <laughs> oh, and then geez. you go, okay. I guess. And then you just kind of Ooh. along for the ride. The prologue was dope. Not in the movie, though. Not in the movie. It's not in the movie. But that prologue uh, and Battle at Big Rock, which yeah. we saw. There you go. Battle we, at Big uh, Rock is dope. We saw the prologue when we saw Fast 9, didn't we? Yeah. 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 F9. Yeah. F9. F9. Or Fast 9. I don't know. Whatever. whatever. So anyway. Business. Anyway. Yeah, that's and, a bummer. Uh, but I'm glad you liked. Here's the other thing, too, that I thought was cool is that you went with Lightyear. You went to Lightyear. Yes, with, I went with Buzz Lightyear. You went with Buzz Lightyear <laughs> to see Jurassic yes, World. Right. You both thought it was bad. You went with Tim Allen. The Tim Allen Lightyear thought it was good. Good. Yeah. The Tim Allen buzz was like, I like this movie. This, this guy is great. This was best. Great. And the Chris Evans buzz was like, this needs yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this isn't so good, man. Language. Bro, I, I don't know if this yeah. is that great. Uh, uh, yeah. But uh, you went with your... Family. Family, yeah. but they, you went with an 11-year-old. My 11-year-old cousin, yeah. So your cousin... Loved Lightyear. Yeah, the the moment that the credits started, he turned to me and he and he hugged me and he said, thank you for taking me to this movie. You see what it's all about. That's what it's all about. It was his first 3D movie, too. What? Yeah. Wow. Dude, that yeah. may have been a core memory right yeah. there. Yeah. Dude, that little, definitely t- was a, a core TikTok memory. Trend yeah. it's like, <laughs> you record it with the music. Yep. And, you know, yep. Make it all dramatic. <laughs> make it all dramatic. Romanticize it. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. So that, that I think Lightyear, I think that's the type of movie that, sh- I mean, all the movies we love, let's be honest, all yeah. the Star Warses and Marvels and all yeah, that shit. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing the conversation the past few weeks, uh, kind of since Star Wars Celebration about like the Star Wars sequels yeah. and being like, look, you need to watch these with 11 year olds. Right. Right. They're movies made yeah. for fucking 11 year olds. Yes. Like that's who I they're made, you know. That's the same thing with the with, with the prequels, I absolutely. would say, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the prequels, yeah, totally. Because my brother loves the prequels and he was, yeah. he yep. was, uh, he was a year old. He was born a year after Phantom Menace came out, so yeah. he grew up with that and Clone Wars. And even the original mm-hmm. movies, man. Yeah. The original movies are great, but they're all, and here's what's so great about Star Wars versus like Star Trek. Yeah. When something looks janky in Star Trek, you go, that's a budget. That's a budget mm-hmm, issue. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is janky. That's not yeah. going to hold up. Yeah. And it's charming and you yeah. love it. But when you see something janky in Star Wars, you go, 
that's in the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is built in. Uh-huh. There's humans, but yeah. there's also like <laughs> like a janky puppet, and that's the best shit about Star Wars. But so like, so those movies, uh, yeah. Those, yeah. those yeah, those original movies. I mean, that's built into that. They have a jank, yeah. jank to yeah. them that like we all saw them when we were ten. Yeah, that's why people that grew up with them love them. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So same with Star Wars sequels. Yeah. Like same with something like Lightyear. Yeah. Watch it through the eyes of an eleven year old. Watch it's it. A different watch movie. it through their eyes and then. And Qualgar Fartso, my original character, will make sense to you. Oh my god. I seriously want to do a comic book about that character. Qualgar oh, Fartso. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's got a green lightsaber. That's amazing. Yeah. Choro green or? It's, it's stinky. Yeah. It's so funny. It smells. It's star- star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> speaking of, Star Wars brings in actors like Laura Dern, yeah. Benicio Del Toro, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh, Lupita uh-huh, Nyong'o. Uh-huh, yeah. And then they have, you know, they're playing these characters like, you know, this is Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. By yeah. Yeah. And then they have characters like Quartzel Farco. <laughs> they're like, Qualgar Farzo. Qualgar Farzo. That's like, Yes, and that's exactly how we talk. They're in the same universe, I guess. Oh, my God. Liam Neeson's like, The ways of the fool, Mysterious is Qualgar Farzo, played by Patton Oswalt. Oh, my God. I would say the opposite of that is like a character like Chopper. Yeah. yeah, Chopper's dope. Exactly. Chopper's got so much sass. Dude. Yeah. I love, Just a I love silly, goofy. Sass. It was really cool to see you know. that uh, remote control Chopper show yeah. up at Celebration. Yeah. yeah, and now Chopper's going to be... What's so funny is that people, Ahsoka, people yeah. who watched Rebels are yeah. like all in on Chopper, but people yeah. who didn't watch those cartoons... And they're going to see the Ahsoka show. They don't know how great Chopper and is. And Chopper's in it. They're going to yeah. be like, what? This is the goofiest we shit. We are going to freak out when Chopper yeah. shows up. Yeah. Full-blown man cheer yeah. happening here. Fingers We're going to do the wave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next up, Qualgar. Next up, Next, Qualgar Farzo. Season two. Come on, Qualgar. <laughs> season two of Ahsoka. <laughs> Mr. Farzo, please. Did you guys ever see Jance on Bob Strike Back? Yeah. yeah. You know, and he has yeah. the blunt bong saber. And yep. it's just like, oh, oh my God. It's like the fart That's saber's got to be just That's, like that. Yeah, Qualgar has the fart it's saber. Just, fart every right, time he right, walks right. in a room, turns it on. It's and a, <laughs> I sense a bunch of smells in the force. I sense a disturbance in this room. <laughs> Qualgar's here. I smell <laughs> midichlorians. <laughs> oh, funny. the absolute worst. Uh, but yeah, cool. no, Lightyear Lighter was good. I really, yeah. I really enjoyed it. It was really fun. It looked great. The 3D was yeah. great. Yeah. I almost felt like it was a little too short okay. at times. You know what? Oh, man. This could without, be maybe like 10 with, minutes longer. Without giving anything away, yeah. I agree. I yeah. think there's that there's some stuff, because it's almost like a movie that I think is in some ways even more ambitious than what Pixar normally does. Pixar, uh-huh. Pixar is like emotion yeah. and childhood yeah. and moral lessons yep. and beautiful animation. Mm-hmm. And then here comes Lightyear, and it's like trying to be a character piece yeah, yeah, yeah. mixed with legit like science fiction Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. ships and sci-fi concepts and you know it's a little interstellar yeah so so in that regard it's almost like it sometimes feels like pixar is trying to do the the pixar storytelling um formula in it but it's almost like whoa whoa, whoa, throw that out this should be a character study of buzz yeah Yeah. and i almost wanted more time with does that make sense in a movie where there's no other toy story characters but buzz I'm still over here like, man, I kind of wish I knew just a bit more about this guy. So it's because it is so ambitious, but they're probably still like, it's got to be 90 minutes. Without spoiling it, will there be a sequel? Uh, I don't know. There could be, but I don't know. 
Yeah, I only I only question whether there will or won't be because I don't know exactly how well it's doing. Yeah, I think but it's like debuted that, with like yeah, lower I don't, numbers. I don't think, it's but they doing could still well. do one for like Disney Plus. Yeah. Sure, but even you know? yeah, but even then, it's like well, you never know because Pixar has really only done sequels if they're like no, it needs to be mm-hmm. yeah the, a good right, reason. Right. Mm-hmm. Finding Dory, Incredibles two, mm-hmm. Toy Story three and four, those took years. Yeah. And yeah. it was still yeah. worthwhile for them to come back. Or Monsters University was yeah. a great idea mm-hmm. to be like, let's just do the. Oh, you know you that know. movie celebrated its nine-year anniversary today. <laughs> I thought it came out like and three years Monsters ago. Monsters still has the worst ride at uh, <laughs> Disney World. It's for so. kids. <laughs> I know, but it's still like I feel. It's so, either that or Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm. I still like that ride better than the Monsters Inc. ride. Yeah, the Monsters me Inc. Too. ride is like. Cardboard cutouts going I like know, this. I know. Back and it's just it's rough. Rise of the resistance has spoiled you. I, well, yeah. I mean, come on, you're paying top dollar. You I should know. be getting top dollar rides, not cardboard isn't cutouts. It, isn't, it, isn't it funny too how it's like? I think they knew they're like, well, this will be the baby ride for yeah, babies, right, yeah. exactly. So we can cut some corners yeah. here. And like yeah. this character will no. be cardboard. We can this cut some cardboard. You know, this character will be animatronic, but they will really just do this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas like Rise of the Resistance characters are like. Yeah, come, yeah. Come, full blown. Come yeah. with me. Come yeah. with me to the yeah. The most advanced yeah. animatronics yeah. in the world. Yeah. yeah. It would be cool yeah. if they uh updated if it. they updated that yeah. a little bit. I mean, damn, yeah. even the Transformers ride at Universal's sick. That ride is baller. And even another yeah. baby ride that I love, the Little Mermaid ride at California Adventure. That's a you know great what? ride. That's I don't, oh. that's a great the ride. The effects that go into that ride yeah. are incredible. And yeah. the music is so good. The nothing music nothing is against good. the music in Monsters right. Inc. It's great. Right. Randy Newman's score, the the songs, it's all great. But like, dude, Under the Sea takes you through that whole yeah. room. And you're like, I could be in here for 20 minutes. <laughs> right. It's and nice and sick cool. Of this, yeah, and yeah, I get yeah. sick of this song. But Monsters Inc., you go through yeah. the whole movie and it you start to notice some of that jank. Yeah, yeah. the jank but, jank. Yeah. Um, poopy poopies. That ride and... Uh, I, I know people love it, but the Mr. Toad's ride. Mm-hmm. That ride is rough, man. <laughs> that ride is rough. I can't ride any of yeah. those rides anymore. Exactly. I love them. You're my, too legs tall. Don't, my legs don't fit oh, on those. You're literally too tall, too tall yeah. for yeah, yeah. those rides. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little guy. I'm a little guy. Yeah, I'm a little guy, too. <laughs> I so I fit. fit I feel okay. Peter I mean, Pan. I can do I can, it, you can fit three of me. But my knees yeah. are like this. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, get me out of here. Help me. My shins are six inches long. Yeah. And my thighs are like eight inches long. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like Deadpool when he's regenerating his <laughs> yeah, legs. Exactly. Just little baby Deadpool. Oh yep. my god. Little, ba- little baby bottom. Little baby legs. Oh They're strong though. They're no, strong. True. They're strong. True. They're strong. Like, oh my god. You know, <laughs> Mr. Toad goes to hell. Like, yeah. It's great. You straight up go to hell. Jesus you yeah. go to trial and then you go to hell. It's a fun oh one. Yeah. Lord. Don't drink and drive. That's a lesson. Uh, are you guys excited to finally be in summer? I'm not. What is up, homies? Before we get back into the podcast, I want to bring on a very, very special guest and a very dear friend of ours to our channel to talk about a special project that he's been working on quite a while now. And he's got a Kickstarter set up for his brand new comic book series called Hellbent. DJ Wooldridge from Only Stupid Answers, a good friend of the channel. How are you doing, my man? I'm doing really well. I really appreciate you having me. Uh, of Long time listener, first time caller. Uh, <laughs> I know. I've been on, I feel like we've been on your podcast several times, and the fact that it took this long uh, to get you on ours is uh, kind of embarrassing, so I'm sorry. I love having you guys on the show. It's so, so great, and I really, I really appreciate you having me, having me over. Of course, man. Of course, man. Well, talk to us about Hellbent, your comic book. This is the second time you've been you've had this Kickstarter campaign for this new volume of the book. 
give our audience a little insight into what the book is and just what this Kickstarter campaign is all about. So this is Hellbent Volume 2. Volume 1 came out last year. It did really well. It's kind of like a, um, a dark fantasy thriller. If anybody in your audience has read or is interested in like Sandman or Preacher or something is killing the children. So if you're into that type of thing, like think irreverent, think like big cosmic ideas, adult themed stuff that is the type of comic we're talking about we follow jesse who's a young girl with incredible supernatural abilities nick who is chosen to protect her um who's kind of like this badass assassin i like to say that he's a combination of john wick and john constantine he's got a flaming angel sword it's just it's, oh my it's god i'm into that <laughs> It's always you. It's always what you want to read in a comic, right? So it's like this is the type of comic I wanted. Like when you're reading that stuff, it's like I want to create something like this, but with with, with these elements. It's just a lot of of fun. And this is volume two, so we're picking up with Jesse and Nick as they are on the run from a group of religious fascists who are our villains in the comic. Uh, and they make some new enemies, meet some new friends. You get it. One of the new characters we introduce uh, this time is Lydia, who's like a femme fatale character. Is she a friend or a foe? you'll have to read to find out um <laughs> but uh but yeah if you're into any of that stuff go to hellbentcomicbook.com we've got amazing variant covers from incredible artists like jen st Ange, and davi go heather vaughn who you might have seen if you're in the kickstarter page space she's been working on a bunch of stuff she's our interior artist and we've got a few guest artists joining her and it's it's just an incredible diverse uh, team of creators and it's pride month and the uh, jesse is a trans woman and we've got a lot of queer creators on the book they're all doing incredible work and i just feel really humbled to be collaborating with all these people with my co-writer jana heather on art i mean you know like the secret is when you're doing like a creative project especially if you're like the writer mm -hmm. um is to surround yourself with people that are more talented than you are 100%. so that you look good uh, it's just a lot of cool stuff and it's tough because i can't like reveal all the secrets of I want you to I want you to pick it up because your audience you guys are covering stuff like the boys and yes. stuff like that so if you like if you like the boys if that's your speed you're gonna yeah. dig hellbent let people know once yeah. again how much time is left in the campaign and where they can go to check out everything that you guys are offering so I think we're only like like four, we're like two weeks from the campaign ending so please 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 act fast you can go hellbentcomicbook.com if you follow me on twitter DJ Talks Trash I'm tweeting about it all the time uh, we've got a bunch of different tiers we've got like we talked about earlier we got three different variant covers if you want all three of them there's a tier for that we also have a collection edition uh, that not only gets you the variant of your choice but it gets you a tarot card an exclusive tarot card for the campaign um, a special collector's print so those are some of the options you have that you can get if you go to hellbentcomicbook.com this comic means the world to us we've put a lot of blood sweat and tears into it it is happening we reached our initial funding goal we're working towards our as of this recording we're working, working towards our second stretch goal which turns all our stickers into glow-in-the-dark stickers which is oh yes it's, it's gonna be so cool it's gonna be That's so amazing. cool <laughs> check all that stuff out a bunch of cool options hellbentcomicbook.com uh, I, I honestly I really think you'll dig it and if you're like oh I would love to but I missed volume one there are tiers where you can get volume one as well so you can get the whole story so far uh, and I just think, really think you're going to dig it hellbentcomicbook.com I feel like one of those car ads where you just they keep just shotgunning the, the URL at you and you're like hellbentcomicbook.com you gotta go to hellbentcomicbook.com go to hellbentcomicbook.com homies it is time to rally let's go to hellbentcomicbook.com show DJ some love show all those creators some love 
get over there, get you some stuff. I'm already looking at this and I'm like, I know exactly what tier I'm gonna be going for. So DJ, thank you so much for stopping by, for giving us some insight into your book. Congratulations on the success. And we gotta get you in studio to do a proper Checkskins episode with us, the beers in hand. It's been too long. Love it. You all are some of my favorite people. I love oh, thanks, uh, uh, recording with you and I, I truly appreciate you having me on period, but also to talk about this. Check out everything down in the description below. We'll have links for everything you need to know to get your hands on a comic book. Now back to the episode. I, I, you know what? Summer. That was going to be my Chexicans question to you guys. What was oh, it? Because we haven't it? had a Chexicans question in a while Yeah, where we talk about stories about stuff. And that's kind of my favorite thing about this thing. Um, do you guys have either like a core memory mm -hmm. or a summertime that you remember that was like, yeah, that was like the best summer I've ever Man. had. Yeah. I was living in Europe. <laughs> okay. That's a okay. good one. Tell us that story, please. Uh, yeah. What kind of, what kind of car did you, do you say that your yeah. mom drove? Uh, I don't, it was either a Fiat or a Skoda or. Skoda. I or, love that. Or Peugeot mm -hmm. maybe. A Peugeot. Uh, this is a Mitsubishi Peugeot. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Oh, no, it's a, it's a Peugeot. Oh, that's its own brand. <laughs> I've never heard of that brand. I it's love, got like a lion on it. They I used love, to make pepper. They used to make pepper grinders. European and then they turned into yeah. a car wow. manufacturer. I, yeah. I, I, I'm trying to think if I've ever like seen one here that's like an import. Wow. No, they don't import them. Yeah, they Dude, don't do Adam, that. You should import one. They do bikes. So, oh, since, that's what so it that is. bike that's that right, you that's see, right. that's, yeah, that's yeah, a Peugeot. That's right. That's right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Peugeot. Peugeot. Uh, I thought it was Peugeot, but it. Or I don't know. That's how we used to say it. In Czech, we it's Peugeot? Peugeot. Peugeot. Uh, Peugeot. Peugeot. I'm going to say it like that. Peugeot. Nazdravi. <laughs> Peugeot. Mm -hmm. uh, Peugeot. Nazdravi. Peugeot. There's a Peugeot. I love the Peugeot. It's, it's my first car, the Peugeot. <laughs> uh, put it in reverse. Peugeot. <laughs> They're all stick shifts. They're all yeah, stick shifts. exactly. <laughs> Wait, so, it, so was this, do you remember? Okay, so did you live in... Check. Check. Yeah. Only in the summers, or did you live no, there no, full no. time? I, yeah. I lived there. Well, I lived there for two Until. years. So I went to first and second grade there. Okay. So yeah. I spent two. I, I spent a lot of summers there because I went back with my family every other year. Yeah. But that, like, when I lived there, that's like the most time I had spent there all at once. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what made this summer or string of summers? Yeah. Particularly summers incredible. in Rangoon. Yeah. Luge I, I lessons. Think, I think the thing that I loved the most was because you know because. Europe, Central Europe is a lot smaller and tighter yeah. together. Yeah. The distance that you cover, if you were to go across Los Angeles, you could go across like three countries. Yep. 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 Right. So the thing that I, the thing that I loved was I owned a mountain bike and in the summer, the kids, like the kids lived in the apartment complex. Like it was yeah. filled with kids. We all went to the mm -hmm. same schools. Mm -hmm. So they would always come to your house at like seven in the morning, knock on your door. Is Adam home? Is Adam awake? Da -da -da. And we would like pack up our backpacks with some sandwiches get on our bikes. I had this like, I don't remember what the brand was, but it was like a neon green mountain bike uh -huh. with black accents everywhere. It didn't went, matter the you, brand. It was a sledgehammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you went backpacking in Europe as a kid. Yeah, I would ride my bike to like wow. different towns and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It's just, it's just a very different lifestyle. Dude, that sounds idyllic. That sounds, that yeah. sounds amazing. It's, it's almost like the type of stuff you see in like Stand By Me and yeah. a lot of stuff that takes place like more on the East Coast yeah. mm -hmm. um, or in smaller towns here. Mm -hmm. like, like Indiana that, or whatever. Yeah, like that's a lot with no, my... No, but what you're describing is like Tintin. Like that's what I'd yeah, read in like a Tintin comic. Like they're just riding their bike and there's a beautiful European city yeah. and then there's Was a river. Was there any and... particular adventure that you had where you either got in big trouble yeah. or you <laughs> thought you could have got in big trouble and you got yeah. away? A you ever, lot. You ever found a dead a body? Lot. Yeah. Did you no. break windows? There 
Yes and yes. Uh, <laughs> no to the dead body, but not too far from where I lived, there was this house. Ghosts. And I don't know. It was like abandoned, and we never found Ghosts. out what it was or yeah. why. It was like, I don't know if it had been there since World War II or whatever mm-hmm, the case was, mm-hmm. but it was like completely demolished on the inside. Yeah. And there was this like story going around that like the husband killed the family, then killed himself. Mm-hmm. Amityville. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. no, so no. All, all, the only way to really see inside was there was like the envelope slot. So mm-hmm. we would always open it and look in. And it was like, I think it was just like torn off paint and things on the wall. Yeah. People were, and other kids were always like, yeah, that's the dry blood. That's that axe you see on the floor. So we would always, kids would go that over there. That was the murder always, weapon. Yeah, we'd always yeah. Like go and inspect and see. And sometimes we'd go there like closer that's to so sunset funny. to really freak yeah, people out. Yeah. But it was like in... It was like right off the city city center, so yeah. like I don't, I don't mm-hmm. yeah. you know, I don't think it was fine, but but yeah, we used to do stuff like that. And when I played soccer and hockey, well, less when I played hockey, but mostly when I played soccer, I'd ride my bike to the soccer field, and the soccer field was like up a hill, and then there was like cornfields next to it. Mm. It was cornfields, like children of the corn. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Maybe that's why I love horror so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then around the property there was like cherry trees and all kinds of stuff. So we would go and we'd pick all the stuff. Mm-hmm. And the guy who owned the property would always send his dog after us. Oh, no. Yeah. So that was always terrifying, like being chased by a dog. And you've got like corn, like just stacks of corn in your shirt. And I remember one time. It's the most European thing I've ever Yeah, it was, it was the yeah. best. I brought home like, I don't know, like two dozen corn. Ears of corn. of corn. Yeah. And we just like boiled them that night and cooked. And it was great. Wow. But then there was one time I picked a bunch of cherries uh-huh. and the dog was chasing us. And because I just had them in my shirt, yeah. I had a white shirt on. It looked like you were bleeding all over the place. Yeah, so what ended up happening was I was being chased, and I hit a turn too hard, and I, like, fell over, and the cherries exploded in my shirt. <laughs> so from the complex, I was, like, walking my bike home eventually. Just once dripping. Home, I was just covered in cherry juice, and my grandma was with me at the time, and she looked out the window. I've never heard her screams because she thought I was, like, she her thought dead. I was bleeding to death. Yeah, yeah. 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 She's like... Oh my God! What happened? <laughs> so I was like, it's just cherries. Where did you go? That was the best. Yeah, but you didn't great. bring any cherries home. No, I ended up with some. Squished. I still had oh, some. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, it was wow. a giant pile. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like all that kind of stuff was really fun. Uh, across the street from my elementary school, there was a movie theater. And when I lived there, you know, back then releases were delayed. Mm. So we didn't get. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, mm. and Batman Forever until like late 95, yeah. early 96. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I remember seeing those. I had like the posters. My mom had brought me the posters from America. Oh, interesting. The Power Rangers yeah. figures. I had it all decked out in my room. And then I remember like going there. And there it was a little bit different. They had intermissions. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you do like the first, you know, like 45 to 60 minutes of the movie, intermission, get some snacks. Mm-hmm. And we always sat in the balcony. Yeah. And I watched like Lion King, Flintstones, Batman Forever, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, wow. all those movies. In uh, English there. or subbed or dubbed? Um, some of them were in Czech. Cool. Some of them were in English with subtitles. And how many in 3D? Mm, sadly, oh, none. Sadly, dang. none. Lion King opens and it's like, Moment prosim. Moment prosim. Moment prosim. Moment prosim. Nazdravi. Yeah, I know. Nazdra. Nazdravi. Nazdravi. It's really like, it's um, it's just such a different lifestyle. Yeah. And yeah. it's for kids. And, you know, when you live in the apartment complex, outside of the complex, 
um, there's like a playground area. Mm-hmm. So they have like swings and all kinds of shit for kids to play. Yeah. And then they have just empty concrete fields. So we go out there with our roller skates and we play hockey and yeah, all, all, all kinds. Of, it, it was um, it was really cool. Like I, there's a lot of stuff from my childhood when I moved back that I really enjoyed. Like I lived in a cool neighborhood. I lived in a cul-de-sac. I skateboarded yeah. with my friends, all that stuff. But those memories from Czech are, like, very special. The, the good ones. The yeah. Good ones. yeah. <laughs> now, did this mostly happen around summertime, though? Is this, like, uh, um, a vacation thing for you? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, it would happen most consistently during the summer. But during yeah. school days, up until about, like, wintertime, because then it would start to snow and it got dark earlier. Right. Uh, you'd do all that stuff. Um, and then in the winter, we would do sledding. Uh, we'd build like ice castle or like snow castles and you know do uh you snowball grew fights. up in paradise basically. that sounds rad yeah. it's weird because it was only two years of my life but it feels like 10 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's so like ingrained and so memorable yeah. you said first and yeah. second grade yeah wow so i was between the ages of like seven and nine <laughs> just like what the fuck was i doing <laughs> i don't know i know i know I'm like I'm like dude i guess san diego in 1995 six, and six five, whatever, but that was like, like the best time to grow up do you do you have like one memory no. of like as a, as a kid no going outside i mean <sighs> seeing the lights did you play outside as a kid first of all i mean i did but it, it but it, but it was weird and because when you were talking about growing up in paradise yeah. like adam growing up in the 90s yeah. in that time in Czech, in europe and having that lifestyle i feel like augustine i don't know if it was just my family or my neighborhood or whatever, but it felt like in the 90s, things were shifting in the U.S. It's like, oh, it's dangerous. It's dangerous outside. Yeah, you know I, I got mean? some of that. Especially yeah. versus the 80s, mm-hmm. yeah. where the 80s has turned into the, the last decade that people are telling stories of kids on bikes. There's not really that much into the 90s, into the 2000s. Well, I did. I spent my childhood on yeah. bikes. I, yeah. st- I still had that when I moved back. Yeah. My brother's generation know that. Right. Yeah, right, and it's right, because right. in the 90s, there was like, Oh, they're putting, you know, cocaine syringes in peanut butter cups. <laughs> yeah. And I remember, there, I remember there being a apples. myth that there was yeah. syringes in movie theater seats. Yeah, movie theater oh, seats. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And don't talk to strangers. Right, right. And right. I mean, which is all sensible stuff. Right, right, but it, right. but it, I think in the U.S., it had this like effect of like it makes everybody paranoid versus yeah. the 80s, 70s, 60s, Plus, 50s. Like, you know what I think also did change it quite a bit was nine mm-hmm. eleven. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you know. that changed things. Yeah, because you know my big brother time. was only a year old, yeah. and so prior to that, like he wasn't playing outside because he was too yeah. young. But I do feel like even from my experience, I think after that, everybody was a little bit more like, oh, caution. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. it's true. So, Which so, I get. so yeah. When I was a kid growing up, I mean, even into my. Like, you know, because when you're in middle school, high school, that's when it's like, okay, well, now your buddy has a driver's permit. So yeah. then that's how you yeah. hang out. Yeah. Um, so I still remember the, the friend in our friend group who, like, got his permit and license first. And then my buddy yeah, yeah. who got a truck. And Did we you would get go in and, trouble with those kids. Sure. Yeah, all the time. What kind but of not, trouble? Nothing, nothing too, too crazy because we were still yeah. like the goody goodies. But yeah. going back earlier to the sort of ages that Adam's describing, yeah. I don't really remember too much of, well, that's not true. I had a small neighborhood 
even in Chula Vista, which is like a suburb city of San Diego, but it's its own city, even in that Southern California world where things are very like middle class, not necessarily yeah. lower middle yeah. class, not necessarily upper. Yeah. Um, in my, in, like behind my house was like an alleyway and then like a 7-Eleven yeah. little like mini mall. Like, so yeah. that kind of like, like a laundry a mat, like yeah. a strip mall. So it's like crappy, you know, and sometimes it'd be like dicey people in the alleyway, yeah. but I still had like a yard and a yeah. small house. Mm-hmm. So I remember, like, one time I got my Ninja Turtles bike stolen out of our backyard. No! Out of the backyard. Out of the backyard. Somebody Dang. just whoop, lifted yeah, yeah, yeah. it. But before that, I would you still... You had a Ninja Turtles bike? I did, which is Bro. pretty sweet. But so, awesome. so, yeah, so, like, Sick. I had skateboards in, yeah, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. in my childhood, and, like, I had a bike or bikes, and so I would go and, like, you know, drive up the street where, like, my friend at the time lived, Johnny. Shout out to Johnny Quintana. <laughs> and, like, we would then hang out either at his house. Uh-huh. And so, like, there was little bike riding, but we yeah, were still doing yeah. it to kind of get around in a yeah, small-ish yeah, neighborhood. For sure. When I moved to what was more like a ritzy upper-class area, uh-huh. uh, and I think partly because my dad was, like, pretending he had money. Yeah. But, you know, dads. But also... <laughs> Was like, I'm trying to get us out of that maybe <laughs> yeah, kind yeah, of a yeah. dicey situation. Getting us yeah. away from the My grandpa was like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was It was still a neighborhood that we moved to, which was called East Lake. Mm-hmm. Very hoity-toity. Mm-hmm. And it was just a bunch of housing developments uh, out okay. in the mountains, out in the hills. And not just, a lot of kids around there. No, a bunch of kids, oh, but, yeah. but also like retirees and whatever. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. weird thing was... We in our backyard, like it was one of these places that had like a golf course and a country club and a pool, like a community pool. And then you see the mountains in the background, which is really cool about growing up in Southern California is that you do have mountains versus other parts of the U.S. Mountains. That's pretty much what it is. And then looking at the mountains, we could see what we were told was the Olympic training center and then we would get to go to it mm, and, and, yeah. and go check yeah. it out but it was like the olympic train what the hell is this doing here what is this <laughs> yeah but yeah. it was like some weird little facility where like olympic athletes would go and train, train. Yeah. yeah yeah and i still don't understand the logistics of why that was a thing versus just like but don't swimmers just like train in their like home country and their home, whatever anyway yeah you would see the olympic training center it gave you this hope of like dreams. Dude, the Olympics in the 90s were massive. They were massive. massive. But then yeah. it all kind of teetered out yeah. and like, uh-huh. you yeah. know, but then as as we moved out there and it was these like rolling hills yeah. of like, you know, just like dirt and grass and just like mountainous yeah. hills, all of a sudden boop, 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 houses, houses. Just popping up everywhere. So it's like yeah. the Olympic Training Center in this 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 um uh vista of the like the the lake of east lake yeah this little man-made reservoir yeah. and mountains you know the purple mountains majesty were just like and just covered up it with just houses disappearing. eventually yeah, yeah just kind of disappearing mm-hmm. but before all that was happening i remember my friend this was in like fifth sixth grade yeah middle school seventh grade eighth grade that me and my friends on our bikes would go and just ride around in this kind of like open dirt yeah sort of like lots where they were going to put houses yeah and the, where they had little hills because yeah. the houses would go like this, you know. So you put a house here, and then it would put a house here. Yeah. But, so these little little bumps and little hills. And you would and jump stuff them like ramps. Yeah. Just nice. little yeah. little stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Just kids, just like bored out of our mind because yeah. it's just like covered in blood because you've yeah. fallen yeah. too many times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's this community that's like our community is based around a golf course. So yeah. It's like okay, <laughs> so this is not kid friendly. Not, not yeah. for kids. No, not, not, not for kids. Yeah. So so yeah, we made our own fun and we got into trouble and did dumb shit and um. But it, but it still felt like that was turning less and less. That was happening less and less, and it was turning more into stay inside. 
Yeah, right. right, right. Maybe it was all, maybe it was also mixed with my interest too, because I was like, I want to play video games. Yeah, I think I, that's I like really. Watch, I think know, that's I like to watch movies. I think it might be a combination yeah. of the two, because I mean, the same thing even happened to us as, yeah. as growing up. Like, yeah. our childhood, me and all my friends, it, it was kind of like yours, Adam. I had mm-hmm. like the think of the Sandlot. That's how yeah. me and my kids were like running up and down mm-hmm. the yeah. street, right? All of our friends. Yeah. Um, we all had bikes. But eventually we aged out of it where yeah. video games kind of took over, music took over. Yeah. Yeah. So we would just spend all and day inside. Yeah, yeah, driving took over. Plus, like plus all also, of dude, I'll say it. this, dude. I don't know how kids today mm-hmm. leave the house because it's like, my God, you guys are growing up with <laughs> yeah. Netflix, yeah. Disney uh-huh. Plus, Internet, yeah. Uh, yeah. all the <clears throat> not only all the old video games yeah. at yeah. your fingertips, but like all the, the new, new shit. Ones. And I'm yeah. like, kids in the 50s in Sandlot, they didn't have shit. That's, no. why, they played, oh, yeah. that's why they played baseball, bro. Well, I mean, yeah. We had Super Nintendo. Yeah. And Sega Genesis, like we were living large. Yeah, I mean, I look at my look yeah, at my I didn't brother. Have both, but I'm just saying we I didn't have yeah. any collectively. collectively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I look it. at my I look at my brother and my younger cousins. I mean, yeah. my my younger cousin who I saw Lightyear with. Yeah, he stays busy by playing hockey. And right, that's the thing that gets great, him out of the house. Which is great. Yeah. But, he's like, that, but though, he's like, Adam, thanks for bringing me to my first 3D movie. Yeah. Hang on, I got to take this. Beep. Yeah. And he's got a cell phone. Oh, yeah, he is. Laptop. Buy cell, buy cell. Keep his little laptop that's this big. Yeah, yeah. iPad, everything. Hang on, Ring it's, decoder. It's yeah. Beverly. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah, yeah. She's in trouble. I mean, my brother, my brother for the last, I think, two years, so he would have been 19, 20, he had like, he built his own computer. He's yeah, been gaming. Right, right. I'm like, crazy. Damn, bro. I, didn't, I don't even know when I bought my first computer. Our generation and the generations before us, they didn't have that. No. No, Only no. the super uber nerds. In we their made garages. like a really weird transition from analog to digital, yes. and then it really Bro, started picking up. The internet used to come in the mail in a, on, a yeah. CD, yeah. on a CD, on a CD, and a floppy disk even. Floppy disk, dial up. Yeah, <laughs> my first my first computer could not play an MP3. Yeah, yeah. I remember downloading an MP3 off Napster. It took five not, hours. Yeah, well, no, it took like 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> it was remember, for one song. I remember yeah. loading the webpage to try to see the teaser trailer for Spider-Man. Oh, my God, 2002. dude. Yeah. Wow. Maybe, in two, maybe in 2001. Yeah. 15 years to download that shit. Yeah. That it was yeah. just like... 640 by 360. Yeah. Like this like, big. Yeah. It was it's like, tiny. Oh, man. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> I can see him. I can, I can see, see it. it. <laughs> His eyes. I see, I see a red and blue blur. Yeah. It's there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We... we Yeah. It, what a weird... What a weird upbringing. There was actually yeah. an article I found not that long ago that talked about the teaser trailer for episode one. Yeah. And how they're talking. It was like how technology has changed and like it's so crazy because it was like... 480 by 320 yeah. size yeah. it took like it was like two pixels big yeah, yeah. it took like five hours to download yep. and it was like a you know 15 megabyte file yeah and now it's like we we watch that shit on playback on loop oh on, yeah we watched the 4k version yeah non-stop ridiculous yeah. scrolling on twitter like, yeah. this, this ah. resolution is garbage Ugh. yeah yeah what is this 4k Blech. yeah so <laughs> it's not just that Augustine, that you and I didn't grow up in Europe, right. but it's also right. <laughs> the internet, you know, coupled yeah, with change things for sure. We, we kind of, we were, we were in the age where we were growing out of this yeah. Yeah. lifestyle and also straight up living in the U S and probably around the world too. September 11th did make everybody paranoid about yeah. shit. So it really was like, for us, it was weird. I mean, it there's was, no Halloween that year for me and my friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that did kind of stop yeah, everything. Right. But for me, it was the events of the LA riots. Mm. So I remember um, my parents always telling me to watch out for gang members because yeah. we had we had a lot of gang members in our neighborhood. Wow. We grew up with uh, 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 some of the people that I grew up with are either 
pass away from gang violence or in prison for like gang stuff. Like wow. I grew up with those kind of people. Um, like people your age? Yes. That's crazy, yes. dude. Like right out of junior high, like jail, juvenile yeah. hall, jail, prison, like Jesus. all this stuff, right? Like wow. dudes were, they were serious about this stuff. Yeah. Um, so I remember, <laughs> I remember th- them telling us not to wear blue or red. Yeah, oh, yeah, I remember like, that, that too. Was, that I, was and a I'm thing. in San Diego. Don't, yeah, I'm like, I'm you're gonna mistake an eight-year-old kid for like a I gang know. member? I don't think so. But they yeah. wanted us to like be so Avoid far it. away from that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah that's crazy. Just but to make sure you're do. not affiliated, right? Blah, blah, blah. Exactly, yeah, to that. not get yeah. you know mixed up in anything. Yeah. Um, but that I, I guess that Horrifying. was kind of like the biggest fear with us growing up. But for the most part, I had a pretty carefree childhood. We, like I said, I kind of grew up like you. We grew up in a little, little neighborhood that was away from the rest of the big city. So it was surrounded by agricultural fields, right? Mm -hmm. And so we would go out and we would just like eat strawberries that were grown off of the ground, and they were incredible. But thinking back on it. They were probably covered in pesticides. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So we probably shouldn't have been eating those. Uh, but then we also had, apparently there was like old vestiges of like World War II stuff there because there was an airport nearby. What? So there was a nuclear bunker. What? Like it was a nuclear bunker that was <laughs> hidden by dirt and we would call it the bunker. And it, it literally had one of those like 150 pound doors on it with like a oh like a twi- like a turny thing. Every and kid it was deserves just, a bunker. Every kid <laughs> right? should be able to play. We in had a to bunker. ride our bikes out there. Yeah. We had to ride our bikes in the dirt out there. And you look inside, and you could tell nobody had been in there for like 50 years. Yeah. Because wow. it was just like rusted out. There was like old like mattresses that had like rotted in there and oh, stuff. Oh lord. And then there was this other place. There was this big eucalyptus forest next to the airport, and we called it the Haunted Forest. Oh, God. (laughs) The Haunted Forest was a spot you only went to in the middle of the day. Yeah. And we only pulled up to the front and, like, (laughs) kind of peeked in. Like, we were just like, okay, like, cool. Because there was also bullies in our neighborhood who who would follow us. Uh, So we didn't want to get caught in there and then be be in trouble, right? But even in there, uh, we went in a little bit one time, and there were just these, like, big concrete pillar things we don't know why they were there. Like, it was a very odd place. So the story is that maybe they were hiding airplanes in there during World War II because it was next oh. to an airport. Yeah. We don't know. Nothing has ever been confirmed, right? Um, That's cool. And so we grew up with these, like, odd, like, Urban legends, yeah. Sticking out of, like, a agricultural field. And so it was always, like, places to go adventure. Mm, like, every day was, like, a new adventure going out to all these places. And it was really cool because we all were the same age. We all had bikes, like, yeah. and, and so that would be our summers. Like, one summer was super soaker summer. We yeah. all got super soakers, and every <laughs> day we'd go outside and just, like, have these water fights. And yeah. then one summer was, like, baseball summer. And so we all had, like, baseball gear, and we would play out in the street, and it was just, like, idyllic. It was mm-hmm. just That's crazy how cool it was. But that, I mean, as soon as people started driving and, like, yeah. as soon as people started <laughs> getting older. All right. I don't even remember when the, I mean, you probably, nobody probably ever remembers, but, like, the last time we hung out as a friend. Yeah. Group, you know? As, as children. As children, yeah. like, having a good time. Because yeah. you don't think about that stuff. But um, I think, I think for, I think for all of us, it happens around 11 or 12. Maybe. Because that's the tail end of childhood. Yeah. You still get together, like, to play Nintendo or some right, shit. Right. But it's also kind of the beginning of like, okay, so now we're teenagers now. Yeah. 
and we're yeah. going to go to the movies and right, we're going right, to right. so like it I changed it, into a different yeah, way, yeah yeah i think it happens yeah i remember us like urgently trying to go to the mall for whatever reason yeah. mm, like yeah. we all just needed to be at the mall yeah mm. dumb yeah stupid and now we get older and i'm yeah. like i want to go back to the childhood hangout <laughs> yeah. yeah and i'm exactly. telling you guys about these video games i'm trying yeah. to get like yeah. trying to find old video game shit yeah. was skateboarding yeah. big in your guys's communities uh no because skateboarders like... in our communities were punks oh really? and so i grew up in a cholo centric community yeah and it was the Cholos versus the skaters. No, I don't right. know if you guys ever had this rivalry. Cholos are all about scooters, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Razor's Razor was huge. No way. Bro. Not even. They, those didn't exist <laughs> at the time. <laughs> hey, we got the wheelies. <laughs> oh, I got to forget about those. <laughs> yeah, we got the wheelies, homes. We got the wheelies and the heelies, uh, fool. No, it was the Cholos versus skaters, and they hated yeah. each other. Uh, and there was only like one or two skaters because yeah. I grew up in a very Latino neighborhood. Yeah. And so it was like the white person thing to do. And so it wasn't mm. cool. Interesting. Yeah, and so it was just like no and skaters. Then, and then when I moved to East Lake, yeah, predominantly white neighborhood, yeah, skating skaters, was cool. skaters. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's yep. so interesting. Yeah, it was. Dang, I, lived, I, lived skaters. A, I lived in a pretty mixed neighborhood. I would say it leaned more white, but it, it was pretty mixed. Yeah, but um, yeah, skateboarding was was big. But I think yeah. it was also because we all played Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah, so we all go to each yeah, other's yeah. houses and play, and yeah. then we go skateboarding outside. And we didn't even cool. play. Video game skateboards because we didn't want to be punks. Wow. Uh, wow. wow. It was, it was, I think it was, I want to say it was probably around <laughs> when I was in sixth or seventh, maybe sixth grade when skateboarding was like really yeah. popular. I mean, that's when like X Games was blowing yeah, up. Yeah, like 98, yeah. 99. Yeah. And it was yeah. already yeah. popular, but yeah. I feel like it, when it entered my life, it was 97, 98, 99. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was like World Industries. Etnies, yep. Osiris, yep. DC. Those big old ugly shoes. Yeah. Duffs. That Duffs. shit was <laughs> the Osiris backpack with the speakers on it. Yep. yep. Uh, mm -hmm. Globes. Like it's all, cool. like they, cool. they, San Diego was like huge. Adam, you got to stop, yeah. dude. I can see rage in Augustine's eyes. <laughs> I know. My cholo urges <laughs> are coming yeah. out. I can see this button just getting tighter. Tighter. Just. And this one just Charlie Holmes <laughs> just opening up. Charlie Wing. I can see the bandana <laughs> coming up, wrapping itself around your head. <laughs> like, oh shit. <laughs> Adam, stop. Adam, stop. A little tattoo of like creeper yeah. right here showing up yeah. on my forehead. He's like, he little, just, little creeper. All of a sudden, he just has a handful of homies like. Like what? <laughs> Calm oh down. My, God. my cholo senses are tingling. My cholo senses won't let this happen, Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, cool man. That was fun. Uh, and now, down memory lane. Cholos on TikTok are skating and drinking yeah. cranberry yeah. juice <laughs> and going viral. Oh yeah, it's cholos. It's, it's changed. The it's world changed. has changed. The, the cholos. Changed. The cholos and the skaters don't beef anymore. Yeah, right? that's, that's cool. we realize we're all you know we're all yeah. a marginalized community. Yeah. So we got to stick together. Cholos are like we go after the banks now. Yeah. We go after bankers. Yeah. <laughs> we go after big banks. Yeah, it's just like everybody versus the cops at this point. That's right. So, yeah. That's, versus, that's what it is. It's us versus Big Pharma. Yeah, that's, that's, what, what, that's it what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Let's stick together. Uh, <laughs> oh <my laughs> Pfizer, fuck Pfizer, fool. <laughs> hey, we used to hate skaters. Now we don't like Republicans, we don't dude. Like <laughs> Straight up. They actually affect us <laughs> negatively, dog. <laughs> you got to learn, dog. You got to learn. Let's, hey, hey, you know are you registered really, to you vote? Really are you funny? registered to vote? You know what's really freaking funny? <laughs> Me and my wife have noticed this. A lot of the cholos that I grew up with, yeah. for as many as got in trouble, yeah. a lot of them also... 
after prison, yeah. went back to junior college, mm-hmm. and they all got engineering degrees. Wow. I know one that works at like a nuclear power plant. Whoa. I know a dude who's like got this huge job as, in, as a, like a mechanical engineer for some big company. I love it. Cholos love, love math. It. Yeah, Cholos dude. fucking love math, and I don't know why that's that is, so but they love math, and I'm just that's like, so yes, funny. those are the stories we need. I love. We it. need these cholos coming up and and teaching people and schooling people. <laughs> Can we get them to run Warner Brothers and make a better DC universe? That'd be cool. <laughs> that's not math, dog. That's not math. No, that, that still requires some math. That's not math. Dog. That still requires <laughs> some math. That doesn't have the quadratic equation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, God! Damn, I miss cool. the '90s. I want to like. Good time. I want to write a movie about that. About like Cholo's yes. learning the quadratic yes. equation, what getting out of called? prison. What would it be called? Oh man, that's a great question. <laughs> let's, let's I feel like titles. there's a really good name in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, man. There's got to be yeah. There's like got to be a pun. What is there? Like, um. <sighs> what is there? Uh. The Lemony Snicket movie. What was that called? A series of unfortunate events. A series of fortunate events. Yeah. For Mr. Creeper. <laughs> <laughs> for Lil Mosca. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Great. We got We got But it's a documentary about see, how he comes and does what, math. What I love about this is that, like, it feels a little bit almost like hidden figures. Where it's just like, yeah. where it's just like, like you know, based on a true story that you don't know anything about, but yeah. all these Mexican guys are going to prison yeah. and 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 then getting engineering degrees. Yeah. But it also feels like all those like like inspirational movies of the nineties, yeah. yeah. where James Olmos stand and deliver, stand Doc. and deliver, yeah. you know, where they used to make so many of those movies. Freedom yep. Riders, mm-hmm. what was that with the Hillary Swank and. Yep. And the Blind Side mm-hmm. with Sandra Bullock, where it's always like one white person helps a marginalized person. Yeah, yeah. But at least the white savior movie. At yeah. least Stand and Deliver. It was Edward James almost talking about math. <laughs> yep. That that's yeah. really funny. So it would it could it would be like that, but from the perspective of you know, but letting some Latinos actually tell their own story. Tell their kind story, of, of course. That yeah, 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 yeah. That could be great. Uh, that's there you go. That's what so we're gonna write, write huh? Adam. It'd be called Space Mexican. I work at NASA, Holmes. <laughs> Mexicans in space. <laughs> galactic, oh galactic Mexicans. What's that new space, that new telescope called? Yeah. The, the Cholastic <laughs> Equation. I thought he's... Never mind. <laughs> I could have sworn you said Choloscope, and I was like, what? Yeah, there you go. That's what, that's what the documentary is oh, called. The Choloscope. Choloscope. Yeah. Cholo, oh, the Choloscope. The Choloscope. Like oh, that. my God. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Are you still shopping titles in your yeah. head? I am. I really <laughs> am. I really am. Whatever. We'll anyway, put it in it. We'll figure it out. We'll think titles. Uh, we'll think titles. Some Patreon questions? Sure. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So these are questions that have been submitted from our Patreon community. <laughs> sorry, I meant. <laughs> nope, sorry. Uh, nope. nope. There you go. That's the one. Nope. That's the one. Uh, maybe this one. There you, there, go. You go. there you go. There you go. <laughs> questions submitted from our Patreon community. Thank you so much. The first question is from Shelby Fielding. Hey, guys, special thanks to Adam for checking out my website and reading my Marvel rankings. It means the world and so much more. Speaking of writing, I want to ask, who are some of your favorite writers and why? Comics, movies, TV, books, etc. Uh, I can also saw your website, too. Great question. Yeah. Yes, I did. Really fantastic work, uh, Shelby. I think that you've reached out to me about some stuff before. And, um, yeah, really, really good. Uh, keep doing it. Some of my favorite writers across anything. Well, I still remember when I was younger... Cause maybe because we've been talking about all this, my headspace is kind of there. Yeah. I yeah. remember honestly, earnestly reading 
movie reviews written by Roger Ebert. Oh yeah, and yeah. being Master. like, the and Master. being like, he is a great yeah. writer. Yeah, and, and I still remember some of those reviews, and even agreeing with him, disagreeing with him, but just being like, yeah, he's th- that kind of writing was really inspirational yep. at that yeah. level. Um, who else? It's for comics, movies, TV, books, media. I will say that the thing that got me into comics in the first place, I think, I think it was Calvin and Hobbes. So Bill Watterson for me was like, great. I would read those books and reading them now as an adult is a completely different thing, by the way, if you've read them as an adult. But as a kid, I thought that the combination of the writing and the art was just like immaculately good. And I didn't realize how good it was until I was an adult. Do you feel now Mm. when you read it that you're more like Calvin's dad? Almost. Well, yeah, I mean, of yeah. course. Yeah. Absolutely, because yeah. I'm an adult now, and I yeah. know what he was trying to do with Calvin. Like, yeah. everything builds character, right? Like, every yeah, yeah, every yeah, lesson yeah. was so you could build character. <laughs> but just um, the way Bill Watterson would write, like, a, 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 a description of, like, the, the Jurassic era. Oh, beautiful. Right? Just those this, are my favorite those, color splash yeah, screens. Yeah, just such great writing, and right. they would always end with a little joke. Yeah, that yeah. would be a, a little Calvin a, joke. Like, right up to the, to the present, that would yep. be a kid you know something a kid could get yeah that yeah. writing was great the writing was space man biff or whatever same space thing man spiff spiff that yeah. would be like he could go to different genres mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. do this really eloquent beautiful researched yeah knowledgeable writing yep. and then there'd be a joke and then at the bring end. you back to that kid humor that would just the, yeah. it, it was like the pictures would keep yeah. you the story would keep you and then the funny joke at the end would mm-hmm. like i think even the last incredible. the last one he ever did that one still makes me cry it's it's we're like heartbreaking because it's, it's, it's all about it's cry. like philosophical yeah and yeah. then it ends with just a pure little thought yeah. like it, it ends know. with like it's a wonderful world hobbs let's go exploring God. those were the last oh. words because it, it was the end it was bill <laughs> yeah. watterson coming to terms like i'm done, done doing this ending yeah. this thing that had yeah. put him for, on the map that he did for 10 plus years it, I think. yeah this was his life's yeah. work yeah and and so oh, that, it ended on so his good. terms and you have the whole thing I, I mm-hmm. have the whole collection. Mm-hmm. I gave you a collection. I have too. a whole collection. Yeah. Oh, um, nice. you got to read it, Adam. It's yeah, it's the best. so it's so good, and it's just like, it, so it came out of Sunday Funnies. So they're just strips, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you can read just a strip and be fine. Yeah. But then he chained strips together to where like, yeah, it would take place over like several several months of yeah. like of of the newspaper coming out. And yeah. To read it all in one sitting, yeah, is and so to read it satisfying. all in one sitting is just like this yeah. guy's a fucking master at mm, writing, yeah. master. And then his art's just like insane. His art's uh, just so good. Taika Waititi, I think, is a really great writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so funny, just great modern humor. Um, I think we, just the Kiwi sensibility of, yes. of humor is yeah. just a whole yeah. nother just like we, way of looking at things. We really enjoyed the writing in The Boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We yeah. talked about that a lot. Mm-hmm. So that was really great. Yeah. Um, movies, books. Damn. <clears throat> I've been a, uh, I really do like Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a writer, right? Yeah, he's written some things, but he has a lot of help from a lot of screenwriters mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but some of the stuff, yeah, like he's really good. But you, oh, actually, you know what? Taylor Sheridan is a really good writer. He wrote mm-hmm. Sicario, and uh, okay. Denis Villeneuve directed okay. that. Um, Taylor Sheridan is a really, really good writer. Everything that I've I've seen of his, the only thing I have not seen is um, Yellowstone. I think it is oh, the show with Kevin the show? Costner. Oh shit, it's huge. That show is massive, dude. 
I did not know yeah, how dude. massive that shows. Aren't those? Aren't those? Isn't like the one with Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren? Aren't those spinoffs of Yellowstone? Yeah, dude. It's like eighteen eighty something, yeah. and Isn't then that crazy? And they're doing one, another one called like nineteen twenty three or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, so Taylor Sheridan, yeah, he's he's written wow. a lot of like Heller Highwater is a really good movie. I think he also directed Heller Highwater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, really good writer. Um, that's more recent. I'm trying to think of like what are the, some some other like writer. I mean, Chris Nolan is a, is a good writer. I feel like when he Sometimes I don't feel like he necessarily is able to completely like direct the hell out of a script, but I feel like he writes it in so much depth and detail mm-hmm. that like sometimes I almost feel like it might be a better book than a movie. At times. I get that. I know what you're saying. You know, yeah. like I Interstellar know is like yeah. so layered. Yeah. Or even Inception. I'm like, maybe this would have been even better as a like. I like those movies. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. Some people don't. But I'm, I'm like, maybe these would have been even better as books. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. so yeah. deep with some of them. Mm-hmm. It's a good, yeah, it's a good point. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. a good point. All right, Shane, next question. Shane Black is a great writer, too. Yeah, Shane Black's fun. Yeah. Yeah, even if I don't love every one of the things he's done, yeah. there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a bunch of fun stuff in there. Yeah. 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 dude 95 asks, hey, homies, fan of you guys since the film pundits, what are some of your favorite guys' beers and drinks, etc.? Do you have any local favorites or anything special you pick when hanging out with friends or shooting an episode together? I've uh, really been into the mango carts. Oh, I, I thought I had. The they're mango they're cart. really like they're mango nice carts are good. Beer. What's I that like Estella. That's also a beta strawberry something. Yeah, God, yeah, yeah. yeah. that was good. a good one. I like Estella. I uh-huh, like a uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Heineken. Yeah, I like uh-huh. a blue. Heineken's I like a blue moon. Coronas. You like the Coronas? Of course, Coronas are like you're water. a light beer drinker. Though. I am. Yeah, That's I am. Fine. No, but there's nothing wrong, wrong with that. Like, I'm not a light. I hate IPAs. Adam loves IPAs. Yeah, right, right, right. That's not IPAs are my shit. Yeah, I will say. I did go to um, what's it called, Benny Boy. Adam, mm-hmm. we need to still oh, need to, yeah. we need to take everybody there. Uh-huh. They have this basil beer Ooh, that I'm is just, just incredible, really? incredible. Like oh. if you like basil or like yeah. those Italiany flavors, this beer is just like you drink it and it feels so fresh. See, I'm into that kind of so stuff. so fresh. Because I had a sriracha beer that Rogue made, yeah, and I I haven't been able to find it. So it must have been discontinued. It must have not been a hot seller. It's a seasonal, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, this was a few years back. Yep. Uh, I liked it though. Like it tasted like a regular beer, and then at the end you got a little hit of spicy, sriracha, a spicy. spicy kick. Yeah, I really liked it. Yep. They also had, I believe, Mother Earth Brew had like a, like an Aztec chocolate beer. Oh. And it was like a stout. Interesting. Interesting. But it Aztec chocolate is spicy. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so yeah. it had a little bit of that spicy kick spice. to it. I really like new and creative beers. I don't understand IPAs. Like I don't understand those beers whatsoever. I, I, just, I think I know for a lot of people, like the taste is like not people's cup of tea. Yeah, I think it tastes good. I, mm. I I've had a few IPAs that taste good. Yeah, but I, for me, it's just that bite that yeah. is just too, too overpowering oh. for anything else. Yeah, that is like just that. all bite, and I'm just yeah. like, oh, I wish there was a different flavor in this. Bite. There, mm. Have you tried the Tangerine IPA from... The Ballast Point? Yes, I don't like it. Is it Ballast Point? No, the one with the Stone. The one with the rockfish on it? No. Oh, okay. No. Then no, no, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that one's also like in the citrusy Yeah. Uh, the Tangerine IPA from... Um, what did I just say? Not Ballast Point. Ballast Point. Um, good God, it's in San Diego. I don't know. Um, it's it's good. I get it sometimes when I take the if I take the train to San Diego. Yeah. That one's really good. Um, yeah, there's there's quite a few. It's got to be Cholo Numbers. That's got to be the name of it. Cholo no- oh, it's <laughs> like Low Numbers. That's a good one. That's a good one. Cholo Numbers, and Cholo. then you see 
You see Cholo and you see numbers, you go, all right, it's something to do with math and some like inspirational. Cholo dreams or something. Cholo. cholo but then dreams. it's like low dreams. No, I don't nah, like that. That's true. That's you true. see, but low numbers. Ah, I see where you're playing right? with the low. Yeah. Cholo. Cholos and highs. Cholos and highs. <laughs> <laughs> or cho highs and lows. Cho highs and lows. <laughs> what? Cho highs? Cho highs? What's I'm not a cho low, dude. I'm, I'm a, a cho high. high. <laughs> Fuck it, dog. I made it, dude. I'm not low. I got an engineering degree. I'm a cho high. I'm a cho high, dog. Stupid. That's dumb. I'm not cho low. Anyway, next question. Uh, <laughs> Atir Abdul Ralph asks, often teams of creators get into conflict and disagreements on the direction and vision of the content eventually causing some to split and go their own ways. Do you guys get into such conflicts and have creative differences? How do you resolve them? Any lessons or advice you'd like to share in this regard? No. I mean, there. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's our strength in that we all have a unified vision or are open to mm-hmm. somebody's unified vision, right? If, like if, of going yeah. forward. I would if, say I'm the most stubborn one. Really? Yeah, I would say so. You think so? I would say so. Yeah. Oh. But that's not a bad thing either because no. we, we put so much trust in you to like guide the channel right. that we're just like, yeah, that's fine. I think if we've had <laughs> ideas. Don't make Adam mad. Don't make yeah, Adam mad. Pretty Don't much. Mad. Well, I, to go off of that, I mean, I yeah. think if we've had ideas that we wanted to try, we've tried it. And if yeah. stuff hasn't worked, we've all kind of either verbally agreed or sort of like non-verbally agreed to let it go. Right. right. Meaning like we, we do kind of know what we're doing, yeah. what this usage of our time is. Yeah. And if the new, any, any new opportunities arise, we talk about it. We might take it like this yeah. website, for example, we're all kind of like thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. We're like, we're, mm-hmm. we can do it. Let's, yeah. let's try it I out. think we've all have been in agreement that we need one. Sure. Right. It's just right. figuring yeah. out like what's on it. Yeah. yeah. And I think to, to Augustine's point, like kind of joking, but it's kind of true. It's like, we know which battles to pick. Yeah. Absolutely. And so if one of us is like, well, I was thinking this and the other two are like, eh, I feel like that first person is usually like, all right, that's not that big. Like th- this isn't the, 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 you know, what's the thing I'm thinking of? The like, end all be all. Yeah. The end all yeah. be all. This yeah. is right, the deal right, breaker. Right. Like it's not, you know, yeah. we've, none of us have ever come to the other two and been like, this is what I think this channel should be. And if that's not it, I walk like that's no. never right. right. Exactly. It's like, bro, we watch also, fucking superhero movie trailers. What do you think yeah. this is? Like, this isn't like we are not fucking <laughs> breaking ground here. Yeah. Like, but, but, but I like this. The next part of the question is sort yeah. of like, do you have any lessons or advice in that? Talk not, it out. not just about what the three of us are doing, but yeah. just for anybody that's like, well, yeah. I'm trying to do something creative with other people or yeah. I'm at work and I'm mm-hmm. struggling or I'm, I'm doing something and it's going really well. But like in case something comes up, mm-hmm. talk it out. Basically, I think that great advice is is pick your battles, yeah. you know, pick the yeah. hill you want to die on. Yeah. If something's really, really important to you, then then fight for it, I guess. And kind of like. Not push back, but just like let people know that it's important to you. And anytime something's not important to you, let it go. Right. Be a team right. player. Be, you know, a collaborative and be cool with, with other people taking the lead and be like, hey, great job. Yeah, I don't give a shit about that thing, but you do. Yeah. Go for it. Right, Dude, right, that was right. awesome. That's really great. Yeah. That's yeah. also great advice for relationships. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Don't be don't, overbearing. Don't be overbearing. I remember <laughs> we had a, a, a contractor come and doing some stuff at the house. And they put up a shelf, mm-hmm. the one that's in our little dining room. Yeah. And they were done, and it was kind of an ordeal to do it. And then Abby looks at it, and then she's like, 
Hector, come here, take a look at this. And I was like, all right. And I went and I was like, yeah, it looks great. And just sat back down. Yeah. And the dude, the contractor was like, man, you don't really give a shit about anything, do you? <laughs> and I was like. You're like, I, bro, I'm fixing my timelines <laughs> over here, dog. And I was kind of like, uh, I was like, no, I do. But just not this. Yeah. Like, right, right, this right. isn't, I see it. It does. It looks it, good. It looks it good. Looks it's great. not falling off the yeah. wall. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. got a form. It's got a function. Yeah. You know, it doesn't. There are no giant holes in the drywall. It, it yeah. doesn't make me mad if I look at it or yeah. anything like that. Right, but there's right. been other things, especially when you live with somebody. That's a great example because yeah. you will eventually decorate and fill yeah. a space together. Yeah. So there needs to be a a hey, I like this. You like this. We both like this. We both dislike this. Yeah. And so I was kind of telling the guy, I'm like, there's other stuff around the house that Abby has had ideas, and I've been like, no, not that one. Yeah. This is how I feel about that. But yeah. this, go for it. Yeah. The, I plus, that piece is dope. It's that super piece cool. That you put up but she showed me, like, on paper, she yeah. goes, I was thinking about this, and what do you think? And I was like, great. Yeah. I did. I really, and it's not, like, in a negative way, but, like, I don't care about that. Yeah. But, well, it's right? not that you don't necessarily even care about it. It's just that that's not your focus. Correct. That's it's not, not my passion. It's not your, it's, it doesn't even have to be your passion, but, mm -hmm. like, art and decoration on a wall isn't. Mm -hmm focus or in your wheelhouse at the time right you know? and it, or, there could be yeah. a time where you maybe we drop all this youtube stuff and we become interior decorators then you'll really care about that absolutely stuff, right? or if i had those turtle drawings that you have right there right. That, those pieces of artwork yeah. i'd be like i want to hang those right and i really care about this wall yeah. or this piece of artwork yeah. and this design in yeah. the house yeah and i do have some pieces where i'm like look i know this is tacky as hell i want to put this up because i yeah. love this yeah. thing so much yeah. but other stuff i've let go i have a frame poster of john carter yeah i know i don't think that's going up in the house anytime soon never it's ever never nobody wants hey. it i've tried to give it away bring it here Doc. no it's not going up <laughs> It's not. It's too big. It's not going up. It's not going up. This is twenty-seven by forty-four. Do you still? Did you still have that? Um, Captain Winter America? Soldier. I yeah. Gave it back to you. You did. Yeah. What did I do with it? I don't know. You, maybe you gave it away. Maybe I did. Here, I, I brought it to your house and I moved. Put it right behind you. Over here. Maybe I did because again, Captain America: The Winter Soldier, awesome movie. I yeah, love it. Yeah. But it's not as good as Spider Verse for me, yeah. or yeah. like it's the same thing. It's like it's. I mean, it's the yeah. same for me, especially yeah. when yeah. I moved. I yeah. I got rid of a ton of artwork. Yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah. So to for me, no reason other than I was like, I don't have anywhere to put this. Yeah. And to me, right. artwork, it's the same at the same type of thinking with just all decorating and all putting together a house yeah. some things you're going to really care about and other stuff you know I would hold something up and pick your battle exactly and Abby would be like I don't really like that and I'd be like you know what it doesn't bring me joy that's fine. I don't yeah. care Marie Kondo. I'm going to Marie Kondo this shit that's yeah. fine get out of here but yeah. I will be like but this one I love yeah. please yeah. let me keep it mm -hmm. please mm -hmm. same thing but also that is important uh, to other people as well to know what you love yes and just like us like there's videos on our channel that nobody watched, mm -hmm. but we wanted to do them yeah. because we wanted mm -hmm. to give it a shot, right? Yeah. Because we love them. Yeah. It didn't work out. Fine. No yeah. problem. No big totally. deal. We yeah. move on. Like, that's really... For sure. No writer, dog. Sure. Mira lo. Oh, Chalo. shit. Chalo. That's all I go. <laughs> Sorry. Cool. What's the next question? Uh, next question, dog. Uh, next question comes from Sean Jacks 30. If they gave you one movie to make for each of you from any popular cinematic universe right now, <laughs> and you get to pick the director, lead, and film composer, what do those films look like? Mine would be the Bill Watterson animated Calvin and Hobbes movie. <laughs> Oh, that's good, yep. dude. What? If Bill yep. Watterson's still alive, right? He's still alive. You, He's a hermit. Nobody talks to him. Would have but, to, yeah, because he owns the rights to that. He would. He would be the end all, be all, last word on every single frame of that movie. I yeah. love that. 
I love he that. would have so ultimate control. One? God damn. Oh yeah. oh yeah. So really, but he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to do an animated right. version of it. So. But oh, in this in this dream scenario, yeah. you would get his approval. In this, and in this would, dream scenario, he'd be like the co-director Bill Waterson would call me right now on the phone. He'd be like, "Yo, dog." <laughs> I heard you want to do animated Covenant Homes. Hey, it's Bill. Really? It's Bill, dog. It's little hey. William. Hey, hey, I live in Maine. <laughs> Wherever it fucking lives. You that's don't know where great, I live, dog, but one. hey, I got you, dog. That's I heard. a great one. And yeah, then, it would be geez, the animated the... Covenant Hobbs oh done by God. Bill Waterson. Director. Uh, pr- produced di- by me. Director. Pick a director. A lead. Music by Michael Giacchino. Director Bill oh, Waterson. Oh, oh. Produced by Augustine Rios. Yep. Music by Michael Giacchino. Yep. And I imagine that the lead would be like the unknown kid that you would find. Yeah, it would be. It would be like yeah. an unknown voice because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want any kid's voice attached to this. I just I want it. it to be... Adam, what's yeah. yours? What uh, you Darth Plagueis. Whoa. Directed by Denis Villeneuve. Whoa. Music by Ludwig Göransson. Oh, fuck. I don't know who I would get to play Plagueis. He'd probably be like a Andy Circus Snoke type of character. Mm-hmm. So he'd probably need some really good physical performer mm-hmm. and voice. Toby Kebbell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking Ooh. like a Toby Kebbell. And ben, then... Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then for Palpatine... I would be Eddie okay. Murphy. I would be okay going unknown, <laughs> but it would be cool to get someone like a Tom Hiddleston in there. Eddie Murphy, that would for be sure. Cool. But the, and you know, the Plagueis book, it's it's legends and it has cameos by characters like Darth Maul and Anakin Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. So wow. you could bring back some of those actors, but okay. yeah, Plagueis would be cool. I would make a John Carter too live action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Carter and the Gods of Mars, directed yeah. by Andrew Stanton, starring uh, Toby Kebbell. No, um, uh, I would make Super Mario the movie mm. live action, and the director would be Hector Navarro. Fuck, Gendy Tartakovsky. Oh Gendy Tartakovsky. <laughs> that's who the director would be. The Damn, lead, that's who I should have had to do Plagueis. The yep. lead would be Jack Black or whoever is the na- the new Jack Black. Which there is, is no, there will I never know. be. I know, Jack Black. but you know Jack Black. What you just say? JB's yeah. like what fifty now? Yeah. He's like pushing yeah. fifty. So just whoever could do that, yeah. you know. But maybe around thirty years of age, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. Um, but maybe even JB could do it. And yeah. then the film composer would be. JB. Uh, Jack it would Black. be Tenacious D. Oh, it would be Tenacious D. That would be amazing. That would be so incredible. Yeah, Daft Punk. Daft Punk would do my music. There you go. Oh, bro, Daft Punk on the Super Mario track? Too much. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I'm also uncreative. I would also just pick Michael Giacchino because I'd want to. I would do a Johnny Quest movie and have the music be Michael Giacchino and I'd have him direct it. Robert Rodriguez was Gonna, was gonna do that. Yeah, what happened, happened to that? I don't know. Mm. Would have been cool. Would have been next, cool. Next question. <laughs> uh, next question is from Tommy Kong. What are some undiscovered or underrated shows, movies, or comics that you guys can recommend? Please. I've talked about this so many times. Primal. Primal. People yeah. need to watch Primal. Primal. Yeah. Primal is one of those shows that needs to happen. People also need to watch the. 2D animated Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, people yeah. need to watch... You're about to list his whole... And, glitch. And, and, yeah, just anything hotel, Gendy's made. Hotel Transylvania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, he do, uh, did he do all three of them? No, I think he did, he did one, two... I think he did one and two. I can't yeah. remember. He didn't do four, I don't think. But he, I think he's a producer oh, okay. on all of them. People need to watch The Dragon Prince on Netflix. People need to watch okay. Glitch Text on Netflix. Okay. People need to watch... Randy Day Fiance on TLC. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's that's gold. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like, precious. Yeah. Um, and also, um, God, Dragon yeah. Prince, gl- Glitch Text, and... Um, wait, did I say Dragon Prince? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Dragon Prince. Like three times. <laughs> glitch Text, mm-hmm. and... 
What? A, oh, The Amazing World of Gumball. Like, uh, no adults great. watch that show. It's so funny. And that show is one of the best written shows I've ever, yep. ever seen. It's a great it's show. So, the animation's amazing. The comedy is out of this world funny. Yep. The, the, the gross face close-ups are really good. Just that, like that moment The Amazing World of Gumball is it, good. It reverted to storyboards, yeah. to sketches, <laughs> yeah, to... Yeah, yeah. Like, it reverted yeah. from, like, finished animation to, like, animation with no color yes. to, like... Pencil drawing. Yes. To, it was so cool like and back meta. In time. Like it goes yeah. so deep that like the characters get so existential onto themselves that they break down the molecules of why they're in an animated <laughs> show and why they exist in the first place. Like yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. All in like a 15 show? minute yes. episode. Yes. Jesus. It's wild, dude. It's yeah. such a good is show. On, and it's, Is that on Cartoon Network? It's Cartoon Network, yeah. So it would be on HBO Max, I think. Yeah, it's on HBO. Oh, okay. streaming on there. It's just so, so good. Oh. Everything, just watch animated stuff. Just, yeah. I don't know how underrated it is, but Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous, legitimately good. Okay. Legi- I'm rewatching it right now. Mm-hmm. And there's an episode that happens in season two. Hector, how many times have you rewatched that? This is only my second okay. time rewatching it. It's <laughs> only my 80th time. Yeah, it's only my 45th <laughs> time. There's an episode that happens in season two that is so good. And then they do a similar ish episode in season three. Yeah. Where all of a sudden I was like, oh my God. I'm so invested in these characters mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for this kid show. Yeah. These younger characters that are like teenagers or like, you know, preteens mm-hmm. that I'm like, this episode that is a very classic TV formula episode mm-hmm. is working on me because yeah. I'm so invested in these characters. I was yeah. like surprised how invested you get. Um, so that's, uh, that would be a recommendation. And I'd also say Batman the Brave and the Bold. I was just about to say that one if you didn't say that one. Because we, we talked about it's it earlier. the best Batman. We talked about it earlier. Yeah. I mean, we you know, uh, everybody will always talk about the greats and the best of the bests and the, the things like Batman the Animated Series or like the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight mm-hmm, trilogy. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but when's the last time you watched another Batman exactly. cartoon? When have you ventured outside yeah, of that? Yeah, that, and some of that stuff mm-hmm. is, I even really like the, um, it's not as good, but I like The Batman. Yeah, the, I the, have that. The I cartoon show. that yeah. one yet. Right? You, oh, you haven't seen it. Did you ever watch it? I remember, it I remember the first out? trailer no. was Click, was, Click, Boom. Oh, was that's in the trailer. cool. Yeah, it was a good it trailer. Was, it's so yeah. different from B-Taz yeah. from Batman Animated so Series, but that, it's slick. that's... Probably one of my favorite Batman animated styles. So I was always yeah. curious about watching that one. Yeah. But I do like the angles and the sharpness that he it's, has. Yeah. And just like it looks so it's cool. Ca- it's I just like never Teen got Titans. to see it. It's kind of yeah. like a little bit, yeah. Yeah. anime manga inspired, which yeah. is dope. Um, yeah, I would go for that. I really like Space Bandits. It's a comic book that came out in 2019 by nice. Mark Millar. Nice. Uh, oh, I haven't read that yet. It's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. these like two female outlaw characters who like basically go through space and go on these different missions, and they get mm-hmm. backstabbed by a bunch of like gang of men, and it's about them getting revenge. I didn't finish the entire comic book run. I think it has like eight volumes. Mm-hmm. I think around there. Uh, I think I read. I want to say I want to read maybe like the first like six issues or something. It's really good. I really cool. did like it. Cool. Um, and there's another one by Daniel Warren Johnson that I really liked. Oh, Murder Falcon. Murder Falcon. Murder Falcon. God damn yeah, it, that yeah, shit yeah, is yeah, good. Yeah. God yeah. damn. Make yeah. that into like a <laughs> make that into a TV show on a streaming platform. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Those two. I, those are actually two that I would love to see turn into like a streaming yeah. series or something. Daniel Warren Johnson's art style. Oh it's man, like, that dude needs to. Yeah. That needs to inspire some some animated yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. He's such, he, I, I got a chance so to meet him at Comic-Con. He was a really cool, cool guy. Yeah, yeah. Really cool yeah dude. for yeah, sure. Yeah. He's done stuff with Skybound. Also, yeah. just yeah. any of the newer uh, Rise of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. Mm. Yeah, and cool. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2012 TV series, incredible. So in the 2012 one, yeah. they expand on the 1991 movie. 
Yeah. So they do that same Shredder arc. They do. Where Shredder goes missing. And then they go to the Bro. farmhouse. Or the sp- when the Splinter farmhouse. goes missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, when Splinter goes missing. Sorry. It's awesome. Dude, the yeah. arc is will make you cry at him. They like, take, it's that, they take good. the first movie and it's like they, they, they do it a, the whole season. It's so goddamn yeah. good, dude. Yeah. And you it's can even hear little so traces well. of the I'm music. I'm to go to Amazon yep. and order this right the, now. You can hear the traces of the music that is hinting at the score from the original film. And so you know how in this series what I love about it as well is that you know how Michelangelo is typically the dumb one right? yeah. like whatever yeah. when they go into Dimension X yeah. he's the smartest the one. brilliant genius yeah. so like they're in this machine right they don't know how it works <clears throat> they're like Mikey how does this work he's like I don't know blah 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 starts hitting stuff and, and it works, works. And, yeah. and it all works like yeah. anything Mikey does it works and he's <laughs> the brilliant amazing. it's the, the things that they do in the 2012 series is yeah. just really, right, I guess they really gotta order that Blu-ray yeah, yeah not really Blu-ray do. Sorry. I gotta order that something. DVD, DVD. just DVD. It's tough to track oh, okay. down. Damn. Yeah. But it's I think it's all streaming on. Actually, it might be oh, Netflix right now. Oh, yeah. Netflix. Okay. But it should be on Paramount Plus. Yeah. That should be just have it on home. in the background until you get to that arc. Yeah. yeah. You'll be invested. Yeah. Invested. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I'm sold. Then I'm yeah. sold. Mm-hmm. Theo Harris asks, gentlemen, I read an article in Puck Magazine that chronicled the feud that Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios had with Ike Perlmutter and Jeff Loeb leading Marvel Entertainment. Right around the time of Civil War, Feige threatened to leave Marvel and had preliminary negotiations with Warner Brothers about moving over to produce and lead the DCEU movies with Zack Snyder. Wow. We know what actually happened, but how do you think things would have changed for both the DCEU and the MCU if Feige had accepted Warner's offer? (laughs) I need to read that article. I'm very curious about that. I think that um, Kevin Feige is such a talented producer and he has such he has the perfect combination of movie brain but also he can read a goddamn comic book and yeah. understand what is appealing about it movie business and comic. he has comic book brain yeah. yeah so i think that if if he were to go over to warner brothers i think that if he if he did that if he wanted to it's the same as like a, a, a great Marvel Comics writer, Brian Michael Bendis, when he went over to DC, he started writing Superman. Yeah. And his Superman stuff is great. Because you're like, of course it is. Because this guy understands the character, genre. He yeah. understands character. He understands storytelling. He understands that stuff. So yeah, his Superman stuff is like wonderful. And um, at least what I've read, I haven't read everything that he's been doing. But I think that if Feige went over there, I mean, I don't know if he would if the task would be like, I'm going to build on Man of Steel and what's happening here, or if it would be like, okay, cool, we're going to let that fizzle out, and then we're going to do DC Comics, the universe, yeah, the franchise. Because 2016 know. was right when Batman vs. Superman came out. Yeah, and so it's like... And they were in the middle like, of shooting Justice League. So yeah, like, so it's like, doing? Would, would he just go over there to be like, cool, cool, yeah, we're going to keep letting this happen, but then I'm going to come in and here's my notes, and here's what I think the next movie should be, and here's what I think the next movie should be. I don't know how di- – because because of that, I don't know how different it would be than what it is now. Yeah. Because it's like the way things went – Things would have still happened. Yeah. Things would have still right. happened, right. and the way things went, um, you know, like – he still would have had to been like, okay, so next is Aquaman, and that's in play. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, these things are already in process. So, yeah, man, if you went over in 2016, we wouldn't have been seeing what that effect was until 2018, 2019, yeah, 2020. Yeah, maybe. Until after maybe Shazam, never. until Birds of <clears throat> Prey. Until- I, think, I think, yeah, maybe never. Maybe <clears throat> yeah. also, yeah. like, the big uh, the big test for this whole thing would have been Justice League the first one. Right. right. That's what you it would have been. You know, with Zack Snyder having to leave, yeah. and then, then bringing somebody else, you know, would, would he have come in and been like, no, you can't. No, you can't 
You can't turn this know. movie into this. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. That's a great question. Theo, I don't like this question, but I'm going to answer it anyway because I'm going to sound like a shit talker on Warner Brothers, but I don't think there's anything not even Kevin Feige could have done Ooh. to steer that That's kind of what I'm saying. That's in, there's it was nothing. already in progress. Yeah. Was, and that includes the fact that Zack Snyder had to leave the movie, obviously, right. for the family tragedy. There's all these things that are just there's like, it's, too not, many balls being I don't, it's not like one person's fault no. that yeah. this thing isn't firing on all cylinders. There it's like many things. Kevin Feige has set himself up in a position where he knew he could strike when the iron was hot. Like, he knew he was the guy to fill that yeah. spot. And he was there for the inception of all of We are not going to see another Kevin Feige, yeah. probably ever, yeah. honestly. Like, yeah. we, I don't think we'll ever have that person to not just produce and do everything at such high quality and be so so loyal to the comic books – but like gather a team that he could trust to continue on because yeah. we know he can't take this on all by himself. Like he's got a trusted team. I don't think Warner Brothers could have supported that kind of person because yeah. from what I yeah. hear and what I understand and what I see from Warner Brothers is yeah. that they, like that article said, want to run shit like an old school Hollywood company. Yeah. yeah. Old school Hollywood companies are slimy, dog. Like yeah. I don't like the way <laughs> they got, what's her name? Who played uh Dorothy. Um, oh, yeah. Um, Julie Andrews? No, not no. Julie What, are you talking about Wizard of Oz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alive with the yeah. Sound of Music. What was her name? Judy Garland? Judy Garland. Judy Garland. They had her addicted to cocaine know, so that man. she would stay thin. I know, man. Right? Like, yeah. why do you want to go back to old school I styles? I don't and like that. Even if you take, Artists are if, treated badly. Even if you take all that stuff aside and they're still running it like an old school movie studio, that stuff is now too slow for what... The new right. franchises are yeah. doing. You're yeah. putting yourself You're too slow. You're back. too slow. Yeah. Marvel's putting out literally. Uh, they, by the end of the year, they'll have put out, I think, nine projects. Nine projects. You know. Yeah. I just don't think there's any room to go back to that, and that's yeah. why I say that like Warner Brothers is in an identity crisis. They could not have supported a person like Kevin Feige mm, yeah. to where he could have thrived. The environment was not there for him. Yeah, I think Whereas the only thing Marvel that he might have had going for himself is that he would have brought over a lot of the talent that's now at Marvel. But that's the thing too. Like, yeah, and, would and they have listened? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There's an infrastructure at right. At, like at they Marvel have Studios. their people. They have their yeah. artists. There's so yeah. much animosity, especially at that time against marvel remember sujihara was saying they were doing stuff just to spite marvel yeah like they were trying to be the anti-marvel which is like imagine bringing imagine bringing a sweetheart like chris evans into that that ugliness of like we're just trying to be the opposite like nah man like that's not how you create a good environment and and marvel is also guilty of this too with um certain directors signing up and then deciding this isn't going to work out but we saw that happen with warner brothers multiple times they brought out directors on stage and they're like these are our diverse directors yep and like you know, it didn't end up working out. Like they didn't yeah. end up directing some of their movies and stuff. So yeah. the environment's yeah, just not there. And <clears throat> I'm hoping it turns around. And I don't want to make this sound like I'm a freaking you know like Marvel stand, which no. I mean I kind of am. Yeah. But like at the same time, I don't want to make it seem like Marvel has been perfectly flawless in all of this no, stuff either. But right? I would like, say that Marvel, for the most part, has like won over the audience's trust because of their yeah. consistency. Right. Even I, that, though when they've had movies that are not that great. Instead of like going back on it, they just keep moving forward. They are best yeah. case scenario yeah. in yeah. this world of making comic book movies work yeah. and accepted by the masses, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like they yeah. are doing an awesome job at that, and that's their bread and butter. Perfect. I don't think Warner Brothers is in that space yet, so a Kevin Feige could not have done anything yeah. against that machine. And it, it will be interesting to see. Anyway, with- I'm sure Joker 2 is going to be great. 
<laughs> if it's a musical, yes. If it's a musical, I will. I'll, I'll buy the first ticket. Yeah. I will be there in, in line, baby. Yeah. Bro, get Daft Punk on that, and it, <laughs> oh my god, that would be pretty sick. <laughs> I'm uh, all in. All, all in. in. All but in. But I think it will be interesting to see how this like Warner Brother Discovery merger slash restructuring is going to work. Because yeah, that article talked about how they want to create like a Warner Brothers New Line division, a DC Entertainment division. Warner Brothers Animation, but they want DC Entertainment. They wanted to have someone who is like a Kevin Feige who can handle movie, TV, publishing. But now will Feige's you support that. a Kevin Feige? That's the thing. I know. Like, yeah, will you like, support if you gotta, that? You gotta walk, if you're going to walk the walk, you got to talk the talk. Exactly. Because you exactly. That. It's, does that mean that they're going to take somebody from the comic book publishing world? Yeah. Right. A comic book publisher, they understand their characters. Right. They have people there like Jim Lee yes. yeah, exactly. and so on and so forth. And it's right. like... Uh, or are they not going to what was it i think it was i'm trying to remember who who it, uh, i just read an article i think it may have been like oh shit maybe it was grant morrison mm-hmm. i'm trying to remember who uh was saying that they it may have been grant morrison that they were like pitching um to do like a moon knight movie or like a, you know these like offbeat characters to marvel back in the day but they had an attitude of like we'll get some of our people to do it we'll get yeah. directors right, to do exactly. it not, not comic book people exactly. right, right, and it right. still sometimes feels like they have that yeah. attitude nah. which is pretty crummy like it would be cooler if they could involve or pay more of the original comic book talent that's really you know making this stuff pop um but uh i'm trying to i kind of lost my train of thought no it's just like yeah they have all that yeah. stuff already set up are they going to go and mine the animation world yeah. because it's Which like they should y'all had 25 years to do it yeah y'all had 30 years to do it where well, were you at batman the animated series bruce right. tim paul dini right. those guys mm-hmm. were crushing it yep. yeah and they didn't mine from that area to do like live action movies mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it felt like there was this stigma of like well those are cartoon kids. kids yeah those are cartoon yeah. don't worry dudes. about that we'll let them do that stuff that's for that's for the know. eight to twelve year old market we, yeah. we know how to make movies and it's like well yeah. you guys know how to make Warner Brothers movies. You don't know yeah. how to make DC superhero movies. Yeah. It, has, it, it takes an outside force to come in and be like, yeah. you know. You had Donner so, and Burton I think yeah. Magic Mountain is treating the DC superheroes better than Warner <laughs> Brothers is right now, bro. You go to Magic Mountain, Ouch. you got Superman, the ride. Ouch. You got the Lex Luthor ride that goes right up next to it. Okay. The art is legit. Just yeah. like... They got the comic book down over there. They know they know which characters like we got to give this character a ride. Really. Right, exactly. Like they know how to do and it. And they're right next to Bugs Bunny. Come on. Yeah. That's how it should be. Could, that's how That's, how, that's it how it should be. The Riddler, the Riddler ride goes right in between your legs, so you know that's a villain. Striking while the iron's hot. That's right. It's got you questioning that's stuff. Right. That's right. Questioning a lot of questioning things. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. This whole Warner Brothers thing is so interesting. That that yeah. that, that was an interesting question, but it did yeah. feel a little bit more like it felt like the question was more like what movies could have they made? Imagine the hypothetical. Yeah. where we've talked about that. Where where Kevin Feige or just a completely that's a whole other video. It's a whole other video. Yeah. That's a whole, that's a whole video. Imagine, on its own. imagine a hypothetical if DC superhero universe characters could be as planned out or right, as right, right. committed to MCU. as the We've MCU. talked about this a hundred times, it's a great, by the way. great question. And but we have a special thing. kind of video that we might do with yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. But just wait I, I have a whole like conversation uh, yeah. between Hector and I recorded while we were driving to Comic-Con one year. Yeah. Of do you still have that? I might. That somewhere. could be a special edition <laughs> of a, a hypothetical of like, well, what if in 2008 we got this instead yeah. of this? Yeah, and yeah, what yeah, if in yeah. 2005 we got that instead of that? It, it's a it's a fun conversation. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. That could be a bonus app. Yeah, Patreon could exclusive. Could be, could be, could be. Imagine if Christopher Nolan directed the Iron Man trilogy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. What would and that have been? Christian Bale first as Iron was, Man. First yeah. one was like, Iron Man Begins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, or Iron Man, the Iron, Iron Man. Strikes Hot. <laughs> the, the, the first one would be Iron Man Initializes, because yeah. it's got to yeah. be alliteration. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the yeah, second yeah. one would just be called The Golden Avenger. Oh, yeah. And the third one would be called The Golden, Golden Avenger, Avenger Rises. Rises. Yep. Mm-hmm. Would Perfect. be cool. Perfect. Would be cool. <laughs> oh my god! All right, next. Ben Hernandez asked, "With last month having been Mental Health Month and June being Men's Health Month, what are some ways you guys deal with your emotional and mental health?" Very I like to hike question. or have a me day and go to the theater by myself, or I'll build a Lego Very set at home while watching a movie or your videos. Yeah. Also, happy birthday to fellow 1987 kid Adam. Thanks, Yay. guys. Happy birthday, Adam. Yeah, happy Thanks. birthday, Adam. That's a very good question. Yeah. I think that I think that self-care is very important. I also think that doing absolutely nothing is very important for people's mental... Just like for yourself, I think that allowing yourself to not even not even just sleeping just like existing for like an hour or like a half hour to where you're just kind of sitting and thinking about stuff like not sleeping mm-hmm. not engaged in tv or just like some not and not on your yeah, phone yeah not on your that's phone that's key that's key or just something like letting yourself just kind of even if it's as short as like a half hour just like go for a walk go for a walk do something yeah or not even go for a walk if you don't feel like it. Just like sit there and be, yeah, and just like think about stuff. I think that's, I think some people that is can't something. Do it. I I know a lot of people who can't do it. I know yeah. it's very difficult for some people. Yeah, but it's it's something that I feel like people should do a lot more often, or at least consider doing, or maybe do like once a week, or like just kind of try to work a fifteen minute time where you're just like being. Because I don't feel you like know, people do that enough. You know what else is good is also if you go driving, go for a drive, no music mm. is a similar mm. thing. Because you're, you're a little automatic and with no music, you are just fortunately yeah. or unfortunately yeah. left to your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in that space, yeah. you solve problems. Right. You come up with creative ideas. Yeah. You spend time with yourself. That's yeah. also mental health. Is Everything you're describing is spot on, man. And yeah. it's tough because... When you're working or even just like anytime you think, oh, okay, I have like an hour or two before I have to do my next meeting or I have yeah. to do something. And then you just get on Twitter and Instagram. And scroll. And it's like, it's going to make you mad. Yes. Or right. it's going to, you know, like this is not the same as, okay, I got two hours. I'm going to go get something to eat maybe. Yeah. And just sit here, not watch just TV. Exist. Not let, not because, yeah. because when you do that, your whole day goes by and you didn't have any time to yourself right. really. Right. And that causes exhaustion right when you're like oh i didn't have any time but i feel like i didn't do anything well because phones are time sucks yeah and binging a show for three four episodes it's a time suck and you know and and that all of a sudden it's now 5 p.m 6 p.m you're getting dinner the day is done and you're still like oh, i have stuff i have to do it can be overwhelming it can be stressful to be able to like you said have a day that allows you if you can afford it mm-hmm. an hour 30 minutes, 15 minutes of nothing, 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 like what Adam's doing right now, it helps. <laughs> it I'm just helps. about everything you're saying, and I'm like, yeah. I, I, don't, I need more of the. Because, I, I because think it's, you do need and that. Yeah. I do too. Yeah, we it's all do. It's tough we all to, do. Yeah. because anytime I feel like I have a moment, I go, all right, I'm going to watch another episode of Jurassic right. World Camp Cretaceous. Mm-hmm. I'm going to knock mm-hmm. that out. Oh, I'm going to read this comic book. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And my whole day today, I was so plugged in. 
And when I'm doing stuff and then I'm taking on these tasks that are still doing stuff and then I get an email like, Hector, can you take care of this? And then I'm doing stuff. It really became all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's 5 p.m. My yeah. day is over. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And fortunately, my girlfriend and I had time today to we committed. I mean, we didn't we weren't enthusiastic about it, but we're like, if we don't go to the gym, gym now, mm-hmm. we won't go. Yeah. So like, we were like, let's go to the gym and then come back and then we can have dinner. And that's yep. our yep. night. Mm-hmm. Um, and physical fitness is also a part of, but even if you don't, if you're like, I don't want to yeah. go running or lift stuff, yeah. just take a walk for yep. 30 minutes, even listening to music, but taking a walk for mm-hmm. 30 minutes mm-hmm. is, is it just gets you moving and it's similar. But like I said, that quiet, you can solve problems. Yeah. You can remember when we were kids and that's how it would be. Yeah. Cause kids with no responsibilities, we wouldn't have to think about st- or do stuff. We wouldn't have to pay taxes that we could be sitting at home and we'd be like, oh, that's what I'll do for my project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you need, your brain needs that time mm-hmm. and it's healthy and yeah. it's God yeah. damn hard to get it in it's very difficult in today's to world. So yeah, and, and out, especially what, what we do, like yeah. we're so you, we're plugged in and uh, we can't not be plugged in yeah. and unplugging, I think is the most difficult thing. It's part yeah. of the reason why I like motorcycling so much, why I like backpacking so much. Cause when I'm motorcycling, yeah. I'm out there literally acting on instinct mm-hmm. all the time. I didn't yeah. tell you guys, but I got knocked off my bike on the street <gasps> the other day. I slid my bike on the ground. <laughs> I didn't tell nobody. Well, I told my wife, uh, but I was Did riding you get hurt. No, I didn't get hurt. I was going slow. I was going like 10 miles an hour. I was going slow. So oh. I was in the right lane, left lane, car was right here. I was going this way. Car just pulled out into my lane Ooh, right in front of me. Didn't see you. Normally, I'd have enough time to stop, hit the only wet patch in LA on uh, the street, uh, fucking in right weather. in front of me in 90 degree weather. And so I hit the brakes. I was like, okay, I'm sliding. <laughs> I'm slide Like, this was all, it happened in all like two seconds. Yeah. But in my head, I was like, I'm sliding. I'm going to hit this car. I better go down. So I just went, boop, went back a little bit. I landed on my elbow. I had armor and protection on, so I'm fine. Whoa. Um, but I, you know, laid down the bike and I was just like, okay, cool. And then I sat there. I got up. Literally everybody just kept driving by. I was like, oh, thanks guys. Thanks for checking on me. Picked up my bike and just kept going. Like the bike wasn't damaged. It got a few scratches or whatever, but like wow. you're out there and I, I motorcycle because it's all instinct. I can't think about it. You have to be in the zone. You you're have the to zone. be yeah. there yeah. present yeah. at that moment. I mean, you yeah. told me a couple of stories where people have like taken a left-hand turn while you were going oh, and you're yeah. like, this person's not going to stop. Yep, exactly. Like you mm-hmm. have to be very aware of everything that's going on around you. And so, yeah, it's just like, backpacking it's kind of the same thing like when we're out there yeah you literally don't have any option but to walk up this mountain yeah and then while you're there you're just like oh look at that beautiful tree mm-hmm. look at this beautiful mountain like look, and you're thinking I, about your life you're thinking you're thinking, about you know, yeah like yeah. you're it's yeah. just like a way to like defrag your brain a little bit yeah like just kind of get things in order you know what messes me up is that when i am so locked into twitter or social media yeah, yeah. sometimes i get to a point where i'm like i feel like i'm caught up yeah. But then the addiction is, okay, well, now that I'm Refresh. caught up, yeah, now that I'm caught up, I don't want to be backed up with notifications. Yeah, so I'm just right. going to kind of be on top of it all day yeah, today. Yeah. All day. And then don't let guys, them build up. That's a time suck. Dude, I've done that. It's, you know what else I've done? Yeah. I have a Twitter tab open and I'll like click home to see what's like the latest thing. I'll literally, I'll not even think about it. Autopilot, control T, twitter.com. I'll literally punch in another tab and, I, and I'll yeah. look and I'm like, 
That's the same. Why do I have why 12 did I just, tabs open? Why did I just because, open Twitter Because again. we're plugged in. And, yeah. I, and I have started to try to tell myself, okay, once I'm caught up yeah. to my notifications... Put it away. Yeah. Let the news build up for a few hours. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's it, not every day does something happen and right. we're on it. Yeah. And frankly, most days there's not a lot of news that we really, you know, it's yeah. only for bad reasons. Occasionally, sometimes news happens and then we're on it and then we're glued yeah. to our phones. But I'm like, but with the notifications, sometimes I go, I'm caught up. I deserve a treat. I'm going to let that. I'm not going to look at it for six hours. Yeah. And I'm going to let notifications build up and I'm going to go try to do something else or mm -hmm. do nothing. Mm -hmm. And to try to, you know, feel better and then eventually get back and it takes two seconds to catch up. Yeah, okay. literally Great. two seconds to I'm catch up. I'm all caught up. up. That's yeah. it. Nobody talked to me today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And, and it's, it's very tough to train yourself to do yeah. that. It's very yeah. difficult because all our devices are built to encourage that instant gratification of like mm -hmm. getting all your stuff done right away. Mm -hmm. But I think really disconnecting yourself from all that stuff is really important for person's mental health yeah. and i also don't want to downplay like going to therapy yes having clear communications with people who you have relationships and you care about with. that's number one if yeah. you can do it that's like number one you, being honest and not lying like that's great uh -huh. that's that's another an, another great thing that you can do uh seeking help if you really do need help like those kinds of things uh are, are also things that you could think about or realize while you're on these disconnecting journeys that, and, that and, you should and be on ben's got some good ones Good ones here. Excuse me. I uh, had a McFlurry earlier with, um, <laughs> you know, building a Lego sh Lego set. That kind of shit. That's yeah. also great. Right, exactly. That's you, also, you kind of just like hyper focus uh, on one thing. So for me, what it is are yeah. these rhythm games like Guitar mm. Hero yep. or yeah. yep. I played I, growing up. I played a lot of Dance Dance Revolution, but on the keyboard. So yeah. it was just hitting the arrows. Yeah. And so it would all be muscle memory. But I would go through these, I would just go through thoughts of like my day yeah. of like replay things throughout my day or how events went uh -huh. or relationships or how my parents were being or and like the whole just time stuff. you're just like, yeah, but my fingers would be on autopilot because they would be busy doing something else and my brain could just kind of wander. Yeah. And I think having, finding that for yourself, just like that. Finding that for yourself, I think it's really important. Like yeah. the one thing that can allow you to either disconnect or have a thought train or just like have mm -hmm. thoughts to yourself. I think that's, that's a good way to really, I don't know, just, just process things. I think we yeah. all need more time to do that. I got to go rethink my life. <laughs> good episode, you guys. Good episode. Do you have any, any thoughts real quick before we wrap up? Yeah, I got to rethink my, my life strategy. <laughs> yeah, you I, do. I did, I did take a drive like yeah. two weekends ago. I just went up to the, An what is it, the Angeles Yeah, uh, the Angeles highway. to uh, Mount Wilson Observatory. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. And I didn't even drive all the way across it because yeah. it goes all the way. It's far, yeah. Yeah, it's far. But I drove across and all I did was I did play music. Yeah. But it was nice to just like have the windows down halfway and just oh, yeah, drive. Just and I did vibe. that for like two hours. Yep. I didn't even go to the observatory, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I brought my camera, I took some pictures, and I was just like, oh, take a shot here, take a yeah. shot there. And there's no service. Yeah, no. So I wasn't like opening Twitter or anything. And it was kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very nice. And I was like, I should probably do this more often. Yep. Most definitely. Why? Find that thing that's going to give you that time. Why am I editing really... Mandalorian episodes on Saturday and Sunday? <laughs> Bro, we have editors for that. Get out of here. <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever podcasts are sold, yeah. give us a five-star rating, yeah. please. Get more people listening. Give us one of these. <laughs> oh, I think I hit a one-star rating. <laughs> yeah, a one-star rating. <laughs> Did I ruin things or is that good?
I think I hit the Bluetooth button. There you go. And give us one of those too. <laughs> give us give us a little bit of that. And all of that. All of that. Give us all of that. Check out all the stuff we're doing on Patreon. There's a whole lot of shit on there that you might like. Go yep. check it out. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.